You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com. And for as little as $1 a month, you can become a patron. Or you can buy cool Lorehammer products like shirts, coffee mugs, and dice bags at www.redbubble.com. Don't want to spend any money? Well, you can help out the show by giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also hop on over to Facebook and like our page. And feel free to send us a message. It's the only enjoyment Mark gets out of his miserable life. Welcome to Lorehammer. Episode 36, Kimura, the Dark City. Hello and welcome back to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. Hey there, I'm Mark. This is Jordan. And uh, joining us again today is Christian, for the last time, of course. It might be if he keeps being late to oh, stuff. don't even get me started. You guys told me it started at 6. No, literally, like, you can go back and look at the messages. It <laughs> On was all five. three of our phones. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Just five. in case you don't believe one of us. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thanks for showing up, Christian. Now I'm really happy you stopped on the way to get an ice cap mm, mm. because it shows you really cared about being here for us. <laughs> so I have priorities and they have to be met. Yeah, <laughs> the wrong priorities. Anyways, uh, today is our 36th episode. It is about Komora. Komagar. Komora. Is that uh? What's Iron Fist? Where he's? Where is he from? Kunlai. Oh. Yeah. I'm the sacred defender of Kun Lai. <laughs> and he tells every single person he's ever met that. Did you actually watch the whole yeah. thing? No, I couldn't get through the second episode. <laughs> it's so bad. How dare you? Yeah, I know you like bad things. <laughs> That's why we're doing Warhammer. <laughs> For the record, I don't like Iron Fist. No, nobody does. Nobody does. You watch it anyway, though. I watch everything. Because you need to watch it. Hang out with my wife doesn't mean I enjoy it. <laughs> uh, well, welcome back to Lorehammer, guys. Um, our last episode we did was Path of the Eldar, which was actually a pretty enjoyable episode. I enjoyed making it, hopefully. Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice little change from what we were doing. Yes, it, it had a lot more of a free-flow conversation as opposed yeah. to A, B, C, and D. Yeah. So, M thirty nine one one one. Yeah, I feel like happening. I feel like I need a, a chalkboard behind me and a big stick and just slap the chalkboard every <laughs> once in a while just to get my attention. Right, of course. Yeah. Mark, pay attention to the words. <laughs> um, but uh, just in case you haven't known or you're just stepping in, uh, we do have a Patreon and we have a Redbubble. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We'll check out Instagram. I guess is a yeah. Thing we've that got our do. we've got an Instagram. I don't know now. what it is. We've got Twitter. 
You can get a hold of us through any of the ways. Every once in a while, we'll also My pop number is 403-463-9903 <laughs> if you want to give me a call. Is that actually your number? People are going to have to try and find out. <laughs> well, there's a, it's your mom's number. There's a rapper, there's a, there's a rapper Janya, and yeah. he, he just like, I don't know if he just released this album, but it's like fairly new, and the album title is a phone number. Mm-hmm. And so, Logic had that that one song that was a phone number too, but I think it was that like was the suicide thing. hotline. Yeah, yeah, but this one, so this <laughs> one thing entirely. He, he, he was w- trying to prevent suicide, yeah. as opposed to trolling, doxing himself. Well, no, like this guy, like apparently it's actually his phone number. So he went on like a hip hop show, and they were like, "Well, whose phone number is it?" And he's like, "It's mine." And he's like, "Yo, call me anytime you want." <laughs> so now people like. Call him and like record it and put it up on YouTube. So. <laughs> That's pretty it's pretty funny. cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So he actually answers the phone. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Do you answer your phone, Jordan? <laughs> Not if it was ringing out the hook. Actually, no. I a lot of times I if I don't know who it is, you go straight for, to voicemail. Yeah, I can't believe you people. The worst kind of people are those who call you and then don't leave a voicemail. Oh yeah, those totally. are the worst. Yeah. You better send a text. Because if you don't, then... You're not getting a call back. No, you are not. Because I don't know what you want. You're trying to sell me a baby? No, so you You're trying to reschedule them. my dentist appointment? I don't know. You don't call them back to no. figure it out. You no, don't no, call no. them back to try to sell them something? <laughs> <laughs> you want to buy some death sticks? <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, there is something we want to chat about before we get into Kimura, and it's about uh, Uriel Ventress yeah, and the Death Watch. conversation. The Death Watch episode we have. Um... I got my pee pee smacked. By who? <laughs> who smacked it? Multiple people. No. But in this situation. You liked it? Yes. <laughs> nice. Uh, no, we were just saying uh, somebody messaged, Woody messaged us and uh, was saying that we got a little bit wrong. Like, we th- I was, we kind of rambled off about Uriel Ventress. Not really, like. No, oh, we didn't have anything to It was, like, it was off the top of our head or yeah. whatever, and we we're saying that. Uh, we need more excuses. What's another one? Uh, uh, it was really hot in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone really was paying attention. Pants. I, didn't I sleep never wore pants. Yeah. Christian was an hour late, so it was all just... I wasn't even on that one. You you didn't even show up? I didn't show up. <laughs> I booked and I bailed. But uh, your B- adventures... B&B, as we call I it. I was called out, and I have to defend his honor, apparently, and make sure that his good name doesn't get smashed in the mud. But um, he was in the Death Watch, like, as an honor, and then he joined back to his chapter, and then uh, a Tyranid invasion happened, and he infiltrated a hive ship again with some death watch but he left command of uh the company he was in to join this death watch kill team on this mission and that's why he got in trouble and then he was sent on this whole like quest into the eye of terror and uh so he he actually does sound like a bad guy no no he's a great guy no he sounds like he abandoned his post Um, (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) uh reboot gilliman changed my mind (laughs) changed my mind (laughs) Yeah, Reboot Gilliman likes him. He's a good guy. He's a cool guy. Uh, Reboot Gilliman likes a good number of people. No, he doesn't. That's not true. That's actually not true at all. He like, or he dislikes a lot of everybody. You know who he really likes, though? Who? His favorite. Who's that? Kato Securius. That's why he got sent to the Honor Guard. Ah. Did or he? Some, he got, his position got switched. I think it's yeah. some kind of Honor Guard role. Yeah. 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 But did he do it to get him away? He's no, like, Gilliman oh, doesn't go like Go join Kato. those guys. <laughs> Okay, so we did Sorry, it. Sorry, who's curious? So, hmm. He's an Imperial Fist. You know, you wouldn't <laughs> even know anything about him. I, I think he was in the Death Watch once. <laughs> As a dishonor, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's just a guy. But there, now Woody can sleep happy knowing that we didn't um, 
we didn't uh we weren't wrong what's happening you guys are making the you guys keep drinking in front of the microphones like sipping very loudly (laughs) (laughs) and i'm trying to tell you to stop it (laughs) does it bug you jordan sorry i don't know what you're talking about yes i can hear it but (laughs) look at this guy (laughs) it's quite obnoxious his podcast (laughs) sound quality as if we care what if i talk like and then ah. I'm gonna get some chips, Lip. <laughs> chewing and lips. Yeah. Some people like to listen to that, and some people it drives that, them insane. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. in the theater, if you're eating popcorn beside me, I will like it's everything in my power not to punch. Oh my you gosh, let's go see a movie <laughs> for real. And all I hear is people chewing the whole time, and I just like filled with rage. <laughs> Apparently, it's a condition that like actually fills you with rage, like almost uncontrollable. Yeah, like murder. Yeah, it's called being a bitch. Okay. You know what fills me with rage? <laughs> what? Being late? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a B&B, a book and bail. <laughs> Anyways, okay. uh, you know, props due, I guess, to Uriel Ventress. <laughs> I guess. We can all rest easy now, knowing yeah. that we've redeemed him. Redeemed him. <laughs> also, we can skip the episode on him, because now everybody knows everything about yep. him. Yeah. No, we That's didn't it. even. There's no we point. No, pick why? the truth of him. You, why all... would you pick it? What? <laughs> What 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 is it when you peck something like that? You know, it's where you like stick your dick on it and you're like pick 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 pick. Please don't peck your real ventress. <laughs> Please don't peck any of these people. Pick pick pick. Wow. <laughs> we uh, should just start the episode. Let's talk about Kamora. Yeah. <laughs> and the quality's really gone downhill. Yeah, it's not um, great. It's not great. Um. So this episode is all about Kamora, the dark city itself. Uh, we are briefly going to mention some of the inhabitants of Kamora, some of the cabals, some of the individual people, but it's more about the city itself and how it functions. Um, like a perfectly well-oiled machine. Everything gets along, everything knows its place, and they grind for it to get towards a better future. I mean, technically, like every city you could say that about? Uh, not San Francisco. There's shit on the streets <laughs> in San Francisco. <laughs> and there's gays. <laughs> Lots of gays. Well, one in five men. As long as the gays aren't shitting one on the street. One in five men, guys. That's, <laughs> that's technically... What? There's a good chance Why that... Why did you hear that? That's stupid. That's a stupid... That, I'm, hey, I'm not... <laughs> I'm just quoting what someone said to me, okay? <laughs> in no way did I see this statistic. Or how would you judge that? Who knows? Yeah, it's simple. You just line up five to... 25 guys and you just <laughs> gently peck them <laughs> and I whoever responds yeah, and if, if they peck you back then you know you got, you got yourself a full-blown gay <laughs> i don't think that you understand gay what it is to be gay i mean i don't but i've never had gay before so, I, you know. Know. me neither i don't really know anyways <laughs> let's talk about warhammer uh let's talk about kimura so Kimura was actually um, not built because we don't know the actual time frame that it was founded or built. But we do know that in M18, it was established as the primary port within the webway. So yeah. it, it was established as the most important um, place for people to enter and exit the webway from. We do know it was built by Eldar and it's inhabited by Eldar. Yes. And that's yeah. who also established it as yes. the primary port. Like, but we do not know when it was created. Yeah. yeah. Like at the height of their empire way back before the fall and everything. Yeah. 
Who knows? Well, we know that. Well, I mean, you have like you have before no the fall at least. Of course, well, even well, M- it's right. before M eighteen. Right. This is, this is what I'm saying. So anywhere, correct. Anywhere <laughs> from sixty million years ago <laughs> to M eighteen, mm-hmm. it was created. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's pick. that's your time range, Christian. Pick mm-hmm. a point. Narrow it down. Um. So the. One of the consequences after M18 of it being labeled as the primary point is it actually grew to extremely large proportions. Now, it was so ideally placed within the webway um, that so many people uh, started to join it and other ports decided to be like, hey, we want to join with you. And and this is kind of all happening at a very similar time, but because of its uh, strategic importance and its population and the fact that it was so large... Um, it was declared that no single Eldar faction could have control of it. Yeah, it was just far too chaotic. Maybe not chaotic isn't the right Powerful. word. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it, was, it became its own thing. And uh, being in the webway, not being in, like, real space, that also affects, like, how you can control it and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so then the Eldars, the Eldar Council is just like, hey, we will not have any way, any particular sway in what happens in Kimura. Yeah. Like the city is just going to govern itself. Yeah. Which was just a bunch of noble houses, really. Yeah. But because it was so large and, and so populous, really, it just you had to accommodate for everyone in there. Yeah. And due to this it became like a safe haven for the Eldar that wished to not be a part of traditional society. Um it it also attracted uh other Eldar port cities to like band onto it and like even take the name Kimura as well. Like like maybe not really, but they kind it's of. It's like they're they become now like a sub city yeah. of that area, like a exactly. suburb. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. like when a city expands and grows yeah. into other neighboring towns, and then they just like get adopted exactly. and yeah. absorbed into. Except it. the only thing to know that in the webway, it's not really a physical expanding per se. Like they wouldn't physically overtake this other city because this other port might be on another side of the galaxy. Yeah, that's the crazy thing about this because yeah. it's all in the webway and. The whole point of the webway is to allow the Eldar to, like, fast travel places. So they'd set up these little ports all over the webway. Yeah. And then um, even have portals. That, yeah. Like, between, not necessarily physically walking from one walk. city to the next. Yeah, you heard like, you e- like even, portals in your portals. <laughs> yeah, so you honestly. Like, even in... in you, so you could be walking down Komora in one area, walk through a portal, and now you're across the galaxy, still in the webway, in a different part of Komora. But you're still in Komora, technically, yeah. in the same city, but yeah. you're in a completely different part of the webway. Yeah. So it, it's all was, very... Big and we we will get into that a little yeah. more. Yeah. Um, and, uh, sorry, another quick note too is that like Kamora is one of many cities in the webway. So yeah, not just those that are like Port Carmine and yeah, one called Shadom and a bunch of other ones too. That like there was one that was directly connected even on Terra to the Imperial Palace. Was that a city or just a portal? There was a city on the other side of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there, it's one of many, but it's definitely the most important. Yeah, because it's course. built. Well, it was established, central. and it was established as the primary yeah. portal yeah, because it was in the most optimal position in yeah. the webway that had the most access. How could it be in the most optimal position if it's not really? Because you anywhere. can't access any part of the webway from anywhere in the galaxy. You have to go to a specific place in the galaxy. You tap into the webway, and that corresponds with a specific place in the webway. I won't say I built the webway, but I pretty much single-handedly designed it. Yeah. So as it slowly, as Kimura slowly expanded, it uh, grew in wealth and influence, and it just grew bigger and bigger and built bigger. Yeah, and bigger physically, bigger, more powerful, bigger wealth. Everything just grew. Population, everything. Yeah. Uh, But then you know, as all things do, they come to an end, and that's as all good things must. 
Oh, not some bad like, things just go on forever. Really? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Oh man, that's sad. But uh, the fall of the Eldar happened, and uh, the webway shattered the very numerous inhabitants. And what? Sheltered. Sheltered. <laughs> sheltered. Shattered. Shattered the inhabitants. <laughs> uh, it sheltered the inhabitants in the webway uh, and kept them safe from the birth of Slanash. So that, that's not to say that there was no effect felt in the webway but it was kind of like a a wave break right it just like it took the brunt of like the pain of slanesh but every eldar like felt the awakening of slanesh oh yeah Yeah. Yeah. and of course everyone's everyone is someone is gonna die but for the most part they were relatively safe yeah and like they still feel like the slanesh like feeding on their souls and Mm -hmm. stuff so Yeah. yeah But uh, at this point, uh, the noble houses would become less noble because also, like, this this city became, like, a port for, like, deviants and stuff. Like, Well, yeah, there was no, like, Eldar authority, so it was kind of, like... It, you could just do whatever you wanted there. If you it, wanted to it own sounds, slaves, It great. sounds like if a mercenary, want... like, yeah. a, a trading, a merchant council almost, right? Like, if you had influence and wealth and authority, like, you were on the ruling council. Yeah, and it felt whatever more, you want. And, yeah. It felt way more like, um, like, medieval time frame where you could just, like, if you had the authority and the power, you were able to make important decisions. Yeah. And that's kind of what these noble houses, it, it feels like they did. Yeah. If they had enough wealth and enough influence, they would be able to make decisions. So there's, it's not very, it's not a very united place at all. No, no. Yeah. And it's constantly shifting hands and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. It's, it's almost like a, like an anarchic state. Uh, like Did you have to Google pirate. that word? Is that what you No, mean? I was trying to look up the, anarchic there was a famous Antarctic. pirate city in the Caribbean. Tortuga. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. I don't know. I don't know enough about pirates. I really need to brush <laughs> up on my pirates of the Caribbean. On my pirates. But it might have been based on something. Just but like the Caribbean there was actually a real right. no, no, no. place. No. It's not. It doesn't even sound there's, real. There's just some pirates there. Well, is it Caribbean or is it Caribbean? Who knows? Caribbeaner? Yeah. We done. Know. Pirates of the Caribbeaner. If I've never been there, it's probably not real. Yeah. A bunch um, of beaners on it. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Like you, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Just a filthy beaner. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like it's like a pirate city. Yeah, like in the it was, the sense of the anarchy and like yeah, and it was, no it's definitive. less so before the fall, but still, <laughs> it's more like a pirate city than outside of Eldar civilize than the regular Eldar civilization. But it's still not like full on pirates yet. Yeah. Yet. Yet. Keyword. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna happen. It's a it's a wretched hive of scum, scum and villainy. <laughs> Perhaps yeah. mm. we've all seen Star Wars, right? So it's like Moss Eisley. <laughs> That's my favorite. Place. We're we're changing topics. So we're gonna talk Star Wars for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> so you know lightsabers, right? <laughs> they don't work. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. So the noble houses actually then became what are called cabals. And this was like now what would uh, be like the ruling caste or ruling class uh, of Kamora. Uh, and uh, they would all fight each other for power and stuff. And I think really at this point, too, it became, yeah, like you guys were saying, way more like actually turbulent and violent. Where before it was definitely a bad place, yeah. but now it definitely got amped up. Yeah, now it's like violence is accepted and even expected. Yeah. Yes. Whereas before it was kind of like you make your own law yeah. and you follow yeah. it, but there still needs to be some sense of like yeah. code. And one of the main reasons for that is just when the birth of Slanish happened, all the Dark Eldar started to have their souls fed upon 
so they and they didn't to, have the protection of the path yeah because uh we'll get into a little more of this uh they didn't they don't have psychers either so they can't use soul stones and all that kind of stuff but basically yeah they they would they figured out a way to harness uh tortured souls and have slanish feed off them instead of their own souls so at this point the cabals took over and like really started to go crazy with this kind of uh torture yeah. and stealing and pillaging and raiding and yeah, yeah. and it's Hold like on. that way for like five thousand years are you sure slanish feeds on the other person's soul or is the eldar's soul eaten and then there's the eldar two potential replenishes... thoughts there's two potential thoughts on okay that. is that somewhere down the line here sure we're talk why about? not okay <clears throat> shut down our... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh so this kind of like feudal um competing style of the cabals continues for about five thousand years until around M35 when there's a very large imperial attack on the city. Yeah. And completely uh, unprovoked. Peaceful <laughs> city is trying to mind its own business. Yeah. <laughs> the imperial must really hate it. They went into a different dimension. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even yeah. be alive in real space or in yeah. fake space. Yeah. <laughs> but the attack was so crazy that it actually wiped out like vast portions of the city. Uh we'll get into like the scale of the city so like Sure, vast portions were destroyed. You'll, yeah, you'll understand what that means understand. later. But basically, they did enough damage that most of the Cabal leaders were either killed or their armies so weakened. were weakened so yeah. much um, that one person um, named... Okay, his name is crazy. It's Asdru- <laughs> Asdrubail Vect, but we just call him Vect. Yeah. Because that's so much easier to say. And he was the leader of the Cabal of the Black Hand, and uh, he basically ended up taken the complete city and like holding power over everything but he killed any other cabal leaders that he had to hired other ones you know he did a bunch of he consolidates deals. power yeah he basically takes the entire dark city for himself and now and then ever since m35 like he has been the ruler of the dark city yeah now ever since m35 to around m41 and where we are right now not a lot has changed in the dark city <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at Jordan Markey's fist. Back you. <laughs> uh, but not a lot has changed in the city since then. In fact, it's probably remained relatively the same. Just a lot of pillaging, a lot of slavery, uh-huh. a lot of blood being spilled, uh-huh. a lot of backdoor deals and everything. But Vect is still in power, and everyone is always trying to you know, get their slice of the pie. Yeah. But the reality is Vect has control yeah. of the city. Um, let's talk a little bit about Vect because he has to actually do with about the history of the city quite a bit. Um, if you believe him, he claims... Which he seems like a nice guy. Like, of course. Why would you not? Yeah. Why would he lie? Why would he he lie? has no reason to. <laughs> exactly. Uh, if you believe him, he claims to be one of the original founders of Kimura. Now, a lot of, you might assume that he's talking about M18, but he's not. He's... Like, Vect is talking about the creation of Kimura, and we have no idea when that is. Yeah. So that could be anywhere from 60 million years ago <laughs> to M18. Yeah. And that's that's crazy for him to claim. Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't... It can't be true. It's, it, impo- it's, it's a impo- claim. It's definitely a claim, yeah. and I wouldn't put any stock in that claim. Well, I mean, how do you know? We don't. That's the main thing. Well, and exactly. one of, the only reason yeah. why it might be true is going to come up later. But, okay... So he claims to have witnessed the fall of the Eldar, which would make him at least 10,000 years old. Yeah. Because that happened in M29, right? Uh, Not M. Yeah, M29. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. Right? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 
Okay, so right? he claims to have yeah. witnessed the fall of the Eldar. Yeah. Yes. Sir. Right? <laughs> and then here's the only reason why his claim to be there at the founding is true, might be true. He claims that he was the one that found the way of drinking the pain and suffering of another soul to preserve your own. Now, let's talk about the two potential ways that that might happen. We kind of talked about it in the last one with the path of the path of damnation. Yeah. The path of damnation believes that when you um, torture and cause pain and suffering to another person, it create their pain and suffering creates a barrier around yourself that protects you from Slanesh. So the Eldar believe the Dark Eldar are on the path of damnation. Mm-hmm. The Dark Eldar, though, and their process is described as a little differently because... It's almost like vampirism. It is like vampirism, yeah. where a Dark Eldar will look disheveled, old, gross, haggard, like a politician. And then <laughs> uh-huh. they'll, go, they'll go into a room with a couple slaves. They'll do their, their um, torture, soul-sucking thing. Also like a also like a politician, politician. <laughs> and then they'll come out looking absolutely like perfect and Unlike sublime no That's they never yeah okay well if a politician puts on enough makeup you never know they could hide a lot of stuff <laughs> but all, like those are the two potential ways yeah and essentially their soul is being sucked out so then yes, they have Slen- to suck other Slenesh people's is souls. constantly feeding on their soul yeah. which causes their bodies to deteriorate yeah. and so they feed on the souls of someone else which brings which restores their their body so this is technically an immortality and if vect is the one who apparently discovered it is it so impossible to think that he is a million years old yeah but what took him so long to take over the city you'd think if he's <laughs> millions of years old he would have done this a long time ago well but back then he th- well first of all but like during the Eldar Empire, he might not have been the same person he is today. Like yeah. back then, he could have been noble at one point and been, you know, like why would he need yeah. to take? Over and like city? his, if he if he had developed this a long time ago, like especially a really long time ago, it would not have been accepted in Eldar society. Mm-hmm. And it was only in like the last part portion of the Eldar civilization where they were truly getting nuts into their Slaneshi deviancy. Nuts into Slanesh. Mm. Mm, that's deep. Okay. <laughs> but that that claim by him that he's the one who created that way does kind of they, those two things can go hand in hand. Yeah, there's credibility there. But I mean it's whether he's or not also you known it. for lying and it's Vex, like that, right? He's so. literally the leader of like the degenerates of Eldar society. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, you and he would he would benefit hugely from being seen as like some sort of mythical of uh being, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah what was yeah. talk even later on he he rules through fear and he even like builds monuments to himself as yeah. like yeah we'll yeah. get into it later but... like deifies himself yeah, of course exactly. yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean why wouldn't you <laughs> if i led a small korean peninsula i too would become a god <laughs> i am a god <laughs> even though i'm a man of god my whole life in the hand of god as <laughs> soon as they like you you make them unlike you Moving right along. <laughs> uh, so smart. So that that's Vect, and that's Vect's claim to contribution of the founding of Kamora. Yeah. Whether or not you choose to believe it, we leave that in your very uncapable hands. Don't buy into his lies. I the only person it. you can trust in this whole room is Mark. Is me. That is not true <laughs> at all. You don't even know about Ariel Ventress. I, I can't trust anything you say. <laughs> well, he was a traitor and he abandoned his post yeah. for, for false glories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Some say he even raped small children. Nope, no one said that. You I did. just did. You did. <laughs> um... So that's a little bit about Vect. Now, life hasn't changed since M35 to M41, except in the very, very recent future. Past 200 years. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> We're talking about the galaxy. <laughs> in the very recent future in the past 200 years. That is a blink in the life yeah, of a trick. like recovery. five minutes. Probably. Right, but that whole sentence just was funny. <laughs> Guys, today I'm a Dark Eldar. I've assumed the mantle of a Dark, <laughs> dark Eldar. Eldar. I am a Dark Eldar. Uh, that explains the nipple clamps. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't want to ask. <laughs> Shouldn't. You never should. Or else I'll take you in the other room and I'll suck your soul. <laughs> oh, don't ask where he's going to suck your soul through. <laughs> I have a little straw. Back, back, back. <laughs> uh, so this, uh, what I'm referring to is the birth of Ivrain. Well, technically the rebirth yeah. of Ivrain. Yeah. Ivrain uh, uh, was uh, a craftworld Eldar who was eventually captured, I believe, and sentenced to fight in the pits. The gladiatorial pits. Yeah, which, just quick aside, like, along with all the other degeneracy within the city, violence has obviously become a very popular pastime, so gladiatorial arenas have become very popular in the city. Just, yeah. just for context. Oh, yeah, we'll, so we'll get like into very, the gladiatorial pits. But, but yeah. I'm just, not against it, personally. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> What's different than the UFC and having a man fight well, a lion? Technically, like, <laughs> technically it, like, the rate of death in a gladiatorial pit yeah, was, was actually very really low. low. Yeah. Is it, oh, okay. it was way more often that you would just fight until you one person um, surrendered. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's a lot of investment in a gladiator. Yeah. You don't want to have... So like all those movies well, where it's so, like gladiators dying all the time is yeah, total was... unrealistic. Not like 300. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Damn Spartacus. <laughs> Led you astray. <laughs> okay. Just, uh, just so I don't have to hear people message me saying... Eric's a fucking retard. Yeah. Who messages you saying that? Lots of people. You don't, Give you me would... names. Give me fucking names. I'm, <laughs> I'm blocking them from Facebook. I don't even know names. I don't bother. They're just numbers to me. No, <laughs> report them. Even... Get them zucked. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of I'll... people die you know in gladiatorial pits. That doesn't, it's not a, lots that doesn't make me feel safe. And lots of people. I feel personally attacked right now. Good, you and should. I, well, why? Why are you attacking me with your words, Mark? Okay. Because I think all we should all try and do is try and build each other up and encourage each other. It doesn't sound and very dark all out there. you're trying to... <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Sometimes I forget who I am for a moment. And I assume another... Identity. Portion of myself, but it's okay. Uh, so, Yvrain. She was fighting in the gladiatorial pits. She died. And then she was reborn through um, the power of... Friendship? Uh, you need. I just, is, there's Yvrain, Incarn, and you need. They all have Y-N at the beginning of their name. One actually is a Y-V. Yvrain? Oh, well, that's all a... Well, she has an N in her name, okay? Gosh. Sure. Sometimes words okay. are tough. <laughs> Anyways, so Yvrain is brought back to life by Yanid, and through this massive disturbance in the Force, an entire... Um, are we switching back to Star Wars? Yeah, uh, thanks for catching that. Mark was staring me with a blank face. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking if I can put this into uh, why this happened the way it did. Because... Um, there's a law in Komora, Komora where there are okay. allowed no psychers in the city um, because there's too much of a potential, we'll get into it a little bit later too, that a psyker will rip a hole into the city and uh, allow the warp to spill allow in. Allow the warp to spill in. Another, another reason potentially for this is that the webway has been deteriorating for thousands of years and I believe the the way to 
like make it like to reconstruct it what, what the heck would that be called fix it <laughs> <laughs> the way to fix the webway is actually lost yeah they don't know how to yeah, fix exactly. the holes so it's constantly getting weaker and weaker and weaker yeah. so and the webway is so close to the warp much closer than the materium yeah something inside the warp well no it's technically a between, tunnel it, it's between both um and it was Colin calling me and i don't know why well, maybe you should answer no doesn't he know we're recording he better leave a message. <laughs> he better. Um, but because the webway is weakening, anything that happens and opens in the webway is so much more dangerous. Yeah. So that the threat is so much more real in Kamora. Yeah. yeah. So now that we know that context, when Yvrain dies and she is reborn, she gets filled with like a whole bunch of like psychic potential, and it actually ends up like breaking Kane's gate, which is like a, a portal directly into the warp itself. And uh, demons start flooding in through this portal yeah. and invading the city. It's a massive demon invasion of the city. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk. Oh, no, we are going to talk about that right now. Okay, cool. Because this is pretty <laughs> cool, this part. Um, so it's there's demons pouring from Cain's Gate, which has been closed forever. Um, but now that there's demons pouring through it and Vect has this problem because nobody even knew that Cain's Gate was in Kimura. Like, he didn't tell anyone yeah. about it. Some people must have known, but... It, yeah, it's not well-known. Yeah, like, that's the thing. It's not advertised. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that, a, portal, a portal to hell is literally <laughs> in your city. <laughs> well, yeah, no, like, of course you wouldn't want the regular people to know about that. But instead of... What else is the government hiding from us, Eric? <laughs> lots of things, Christian. Um, but he can't fight them. Like, you can't fight this many demons. So what Vex does actually is um like because it's so easy to manipulate like the spatial reality within the webway um vect will actually put his competitors cabal like sections like he'll move them spatially like in between like where the demons are assaulting so then the demons like happen to go to that area and then he declares like oh no the area is overrun and then he'll Seal cut it off. it off from the rest of Kimura. Yeah. And so it, it, not only is he, like, protecting the city by doing this, but he's also just eliminating his own more of his yeah. competitors. Yeah. And he does this multiple times. He is times. so bloodthirsty. And what? No, he's just looking out for... Number one. No, the city. <laughs> the best interests of the city he, come first. He's the hero we it, need. It is not the hero the, we deserve. The greater good, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a different Xenos. Uh, but it is, like, really, like, crazy how, yeah. like, he just eliminates parts of the city as the demon invasion gets larger and larger. Yeah, yeah. I, I think... Uh, probably should have been mentioned before is like kind of in the political atmosphere of Komara, even though Vect is the like supreme ruler, that doesn't mean he ever goes unchallenged and he constantly needs to reinforce the fact that he's on top. Yeah. Like people are constantly trying to assassinate him and stuff. Yeah. And he's not the only one. Like it's just, it's dark elder society that if someone's in charge over you, you better always be watching your back. It's almost like mafia kind of crime. It is very crime family. Yeah, exactly. Feeling. So someone is always looking to de- unthrown you. You have competitors and you have people on the inside always trying to unseat you too. Yeah. So you, like you got to live right on the edge. Right. Exactly. At all times. So that's, that's why, why you got to do lots of cocaine. <laughs> always awake. No one can attack you if you're not <laughs> sleeping. Exactly. Spicy Pete would just love it. There. <laughs> lots yeah. of drugs. Oh boy. <laughs> Good times. 
Uh, yeah, so the the as of right now, as of like the current uh, state of the city, yeah, it's constantly being invaded by demons. It's getting sealed off, and eventually another port will get invaded, and you know. It's just, it's just a wild place to be. Because of the scale, though, Vect is very confident that the demons will never reach, like, the true Komora. Yes. Um, so even though, like, it's a massive demon invasion, like, yeah. Komora is so large. Yeah, it's said to hold, like, trillions and trillions yeah. of Dark Eldar. And, like... Dark Eldar alone. Yeah. Not to mention, yeah, all their slaves. Other denizens, or, like, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, it's a massive thing, like... Uh, we can't really put it into scale how big it actually is. Sorry, is is Kamara like on a planet? Or? No, it's, it's in the web. It's in the web. Okay, shall we jump into the? Well, there's there's but, no it came, mechanics. It, it came into the web later. No, it was built it was, as a city in. It was the created web. Oh, okay. in the webway. Yeah. I'm just not sure. Well, Jordan, if you far. rewind well, to the beginning of the podcast, none of us are sure how this works. It it actually like, is really tough to talk about. But there's one thing on our notes before we actually get into uh, talking about the infrastructure. Yeah. The info structure. Infrastructure, you yeah. mean? Mark was like, Eric, we, we, we need to talk about the info structure. Info? And I was like, what's info structure? <laughs> no, the info structure. The, and then he was like, it's info structure because it's information about the structures. So he's not wrong. No, he's not. In fact, I started using info structure. <laughs> it's not a bad word. No, it's not. Is it real, though? It doesn't it matter. Real All word? words are made up. Yeah, exactly. They're just mouth noises. Throat noises, really. Throat noises with meaning that we assign to them. <laughs> right, made up. Right. This podcast <laughs> isn't even about Warhammer anymore. Oh my god. What's it about? Star Wars. <laughs> it's always been about Star Wars. Nobody Do even it. likes Star Do Wars. Do it. Do it. Uh okay, Mark. Um, so let's talk a bit about like the culture in the city. Um we've kind of mentioned it a little bit. Like all the dark. This is what happens when I don't get notes, I just want to say. What? I just, just spring I spring Wars. ahead. No, I spring ahead on like topics and stuff because I don't know what's in. There. Christian, you have all the notes. I just want to say that right now. You just you is it just woke the, up and you didn't re- you didn't review them. That's is all. it on the infrastructure of the internet? <laughs> <laughs> um. So the biggest thing about all the citi- well, not all of the citizens, but all the dark Eldar citizens in Komora is like we were talking about. Their souls are constantly being fed upon, and they're constantly trying to. They don't. They're all just trying to stay alive. Um. So the city is based on like slavery and it has like like you buy your slaves and you get souls but like the actual currency even above slavery is actually souls. Um so you could be like I'll trade you this one soul for that loaf of bread and you literally will hand over a slave and then the dark elf will like feast on him and like the whole the whole thing is kind of built around that of just trying to keep yourself alive. Isn't that all society though? No. I'm not selling people, Christian. <laughs> We're not doing yeah, that? The, the <laughs> currency is... Although I gotta go talk to a guy. <laughs> the currency is souls. Yeah, exactly. And That's the only thing of real value in the Do they city. have a system of trapping souls without it being like embodied in a person? Like, when they're when I say I'm gonna sell you a soul, I just like give you a person with a soul in them? Or can I like put it in some kind they of... they do. Okay. They have soul traps, don't they? Yeah. So... But are, how common are they? Like I don't, uh, I don't walk know. around with like fifty soul traps. When, when I was reading of uh, what it takes to be an incubus, that's where uh, the evidence of a soul trap comes in. Right. So, um, in order to be like a full incubus, you have to go find an aspect warrior, oh, yes. uh, kill it, 
and then you have to take its soul stone and crush it and then build something called a tormentor and then the soul resides in that tormentor and you're constantly tormenting the soul so that tells me right there they have a way to capture a soul but how common but, i have but, but, no idea so here's the thing though uh, if they had a way to capture souls um they would then put themselves into soul stones. They wouldn't be as afraid of Slanesh as they are. Right, because maybe they not their own souls. Their own soul. Maybe they exactly. maybe but, they but, can't capture yeah, their own because souls. their own soul is be- constantly being fed to Slanesh. But so is the regular Eldar. No, that's no, not. It's perfect. It makes perfect normal. The, the regular Eldar soul is not being constantly fed on by Slanesh. That's the, the path big keeps difference. Them safe from that. Well, yes, oh, but if crap. They Where's Peter? We got to talk to him like, about this. Like a regular Eldar, if he gets off the path, his soul will start to get feasted on. So like. Look, all, that, all I'm saying is they don't have that ability I because one of the whole do. things is that they 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 can't do it because they're not psychers. But they literally have technology like soul trap technology. Now, what but, happens but, to your soul so, or whatever? But that soul trap technology might just be an actual ritual based on like because the the soul that they're taking is already an aspect warrior soul that is already no. In a soul they have stone. an actual soul trap okay. device. Okay. It's like a sure. little pyramid that they. It's like a Sith holocron. That's what I was just thinking yeah. of. <laughs> nice. No, like, even humanity has soul trapping capabilities. The Grey Knights do it to demons. It's not a soul. I mean, a demon is a construct of the war, They're and so is your psychers. soul. But all I'm, all I'm saying is, is it exists. The technology exists, but how prevalent is it? Is it something that you could use on yourself, or should you use on yourself? Like, you don't want to put yourself in a tormentor, obviously. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's I, all I'm asking. Sure. I definitely. So you don't. You don't know. Yeah. We he don't said, know. He Nobody said, knows. Do they sure. have the ability to do it? And the sure, answer sure. is yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But exactly. But when you're talking, definitely not common. Right. And if you're talking like a currency, like yeah, it's easier. Yeah. It's, it's not just, like they're handing each other like diamonds with souls in them. Right. It's like here's a currency. That's what I meant. Is like, yeah. or you're literally exchanging people. No, no you're literally slaves. exchanging it's slaves. people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And each and the slaves have like different values placed upon their souls. Like obviously, an Eldar soul is worth a lot. Right. And a human soul is worth way less than that and a tau soul is going to be worth even less than that since that'll be one eldar uh two humans honestly yeah that's how they break and it 65 tau. <laughs> <laughs> tau takes a thousand tau for one half of an eldar yeah whoa um sorry you were going on mark about this yeah but also um like we're saying yeah it's very crime family like um there there's two types of dark eldar in the city there are what are called trueborn, and there are what are called halfborn. Trueborn are actual dark eldar who have been born through sexual means and physical birth, and they're like the elites. Usually, they're they're the ones running cabals and stuff. They have like a higher position, and they see themselves above and like better than everybody else. Like eldar already arrogant. These guys are extra arrogant compared to the halfborn. Like the cut of their jib. I'm telling you, you should have been a, you should have been an Eldar. Should have been an Eldar. Whether dark or light, I don't care. You're arrogant enough for it. Oh. He truly believes that the world stands still for him. He does. That we, people will just wait. The around. podcast starts when I arrive, <laughs> not before. A Christian is never late, nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. So that leaves the other uh, portion, and this is the far more common citizen. In the city, and that's the half-born. And we'll get into them a little bit later, but they're basically like Vat-born Eldar, essentially. We'll get into them later. I have some questions. Yeah. Continue. No, you cannot grow a Dark Eldar in your basement. (laughs) I've already started. (laughs) I just want to know if it's illegal. uh, It's like um, the uh, alchemist. 
Full Metal, Full Metal Alchemist. Alchemist you Which like, one? Brotherhood they, or the other one? Brotherhood, because the other one's a piece of shit. <laughs> the other uh, one doesn't... What other one? It pretty much doesn't exist, yeah. But when they, like, make their mother in the basement, she's like... It's <laughs> <laughs> like a monster. <laughs> Can I tell the story of what Christian did to my mother? Nope. <laughs> no. Probably not. <laughs> Let's talk about the infrastructure of uh, Kimura instead. Oh, I'm not allowed to keep going on about the culture? I wouldn't. Oh, unless you had something <laughs> on else. On the culture. Unless you had something else you wanted to add. Um, no, I think that's all. Okay. Um, the, the other thing is that there are tons of other different Xenos in this city, but we'll get into them later. But ultimately, like, um... It's, it's a the, culture the, of the, power. Yeah. But the Trueborn are definitely the ones, like, in charge. They're the ones who kind of boss around everybody else, unless somebody else has, like, a massive army or something. But, yeah, it's usually the Trueborn Eldar that are in... Also, control. yeah, rules and things are very loose other than for, like, the fast and hard rules, like, no psychers in the city. I think, really, I th- that's the only one. There, I think there's a couple other minor ones. Well, another, I couldn't find any. Two other ones, but... Well, what, what do you I think? don't know off the top of my head. So, I remember reading somewhere that oh, there's okay. more, but they're very few. Yeah. But, like, stealing, killing, murdering, all that stuff is legit as long as you can do it, right? Like, yeah. If you can take power, you can kill someone. As Might long as you right. don't get yourself killed, you're good, right? Yeah, exactly. If you can so, steal from somebody without them noticing or without getting yourself killed again, it's or good. Getting caught and then just killing them. Right. Yeah. However, so, you want to. It's, do it's it. a culture of violence yeah. and a culture of like anarchy. Yeah. My favorite. So that kind of lays out a nice picture of how great it would be Pleasant. to live in Kamara. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, like you can kind of see... This in- is our 32nd greatest vacation spot in all of the galaxy. <laughs> Come witness the gladiatorial pits of Kamara. <laughs> the vats of, of all the half porn. Still better than Imperial Hive World. Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> Probably. I mean... Ugh, what do they call prostitution houses? Whorehouses? No. There's a... My mom? Brothels? Brothels. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. Not my mom's. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> Low below. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come visit the brothels of Cormorant. <laughs> but yeah, and you can see in their history that it, it slowly just builds up to that. Like it didn't start like this, but no. over the course of just getting powerful, and you, it, you can see how their their history shaped their cur- current culture for sure. Or did yeah. they shape their history? What? That. What? Go home. <laughs> Moving along. The infrastructure. Let's let's talk about something that's a little. Oh yeah, more... I'm the one that's drunk. I'm not making up words. <laughs> we'll talk about something that's a little little more abstract and difficult to uh, picture here. Um, so while Kamora definitely exists within the webway, it is a real physical place that you can get to. Um, it is not a single location anymore. Yeah. When it was first founded and created, absolutely. It was a single place. There was only one place you could access it to within the webway. You had to go to that place in the webway in order to get to it. Not so anymore. Yeah. There exist these things called satellite realms, which are um, spatially like connected with Kimura, but not physically connected with Kimura. Yeah. So let's say like if you have a map of the galaxy and the webway is a bunch of tunnels connecting different places on there. Kimura is, and um, this isn't true, just picture it. It's in like the top right corner. That's the main place where Kimura was said to exist. There's actually another part of Kimura that exists in the top left corner. And in the top bot- in the bottom left corner. The top bottom corner. And in the top bottom corner. Too. And, yeah, there's, so- there's parts of Kimura that exist all throughout the entire webway. And they're connected through portals. 
But the interesting thing about this is that you might not even know that you're stepping through these portals. Yeah. It, it could just be like a trick of reality or a way that it was created where you're, just, you're walking along a street and when you're at one end of the street, you're in like Kimura proper. And by the time you get to the next part, you're in another part of Kimura, which is technically on the other side of the galaxy. On the other side of the galaxy. Yeah. It's still in the webway, but yeah. on the other side and of the galaxy. And you didn't even notice. And you had no idea. Okay, so let me, let me do a different way to describe it. If you're talking about an ocean... No, no, for once I'm not. <laughs> okay. That's He's talking point. about an island in an ocean. <laughs> no, okay. So take 10 pieces of paper, right? You lie them flat on top of each other. Then you, that's Kamora. Each piece of paper is a part of Kamora. And you can get to other ones. They're touching each other, but they're not the same thing. There's actually space in between them. And then you take all those paper and you fold them into an origami shape. So now there's even more <laughs> weird... This one's actually closer now to this edge over here, even though they're all touching. But I do not know where of... you get this description of Kimura. He, From... He's not wrong. Yeah. I, I, so... I don't care what you think, I Eric. Know, but I don't read it anywhere. And until you show me proof that it's there, because I read the codex and it's not in there. And until you show me that proof, it's not true. And there might be portions of Kimura that look like this, but that is not the main okay. part. This is Kamora. Don't listen to Eric. Once again, always trust Mark, your faithful servant. Boo. The one who spends all night messaging you guys. Yeah, because he has nothing better to do with his life. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, Mark and I, we had a disagreement on how a civil, civil discussion that I Cop walked showed in. up. But, but <laughs> I went away crying again. <laughs> As is normal. Marcus but throwing dish the, way. These are the satellite realms. It's yeah. realms of Kimura that are part of Kimura, but are not yeah. physically next and, to Kimura. And, yeah, and like they all are touching, but they're not touching, and it's all weird. And Yeah, because when I, when I first pictured Kimura, I pictured it like anyone else would. It's just a single city, a single entity that exists within the webway. But after reading this, like, yeah, no, this is... that it was, like, ten pieces of paper. This, <laughs> no, in fact, and then origami. even after all my research, origami. there's nothing that supports that. Anyways, so my my two cents. Yeah. Are, are we talking, still talking about satellite realms? N- well, origami. just like the strict structure. Favorite origami animal? What is it? Penguin. Well, it's a tiger. <laughs> okay, tell us, tell us your your thoughts. Um, to me, like the the best example is like uh, a lithograph called Relativity Relativity by M. C. Ah, Escher. Rob Rob's painting. Rob's painting. Rob stairs. Rob stairs. Yes. Well known, but yeah, it's a pretty famous uh, lithograph with like stairs going in all directions and like you could traverse like hallways don't quite make sense like you could be on the bottom underside of a stair and gravity is like keeping holy you holy fuck so it's like scooby-doo where you think <laughs> yeah and, and, and all of a sudden they're like in a different hallway but they're running through the hallway in every episode but they're always coming out of different doors yes exactly holy moly but then like on a 3d plane so then like you could be underneath and then on top and then like sideways and running parallel now kimura is described down. as being spatially impossible right just like this right but it also is spatially impossible to build uh, a tower that extends into the sky and below you for 50 kilometers that's also impossible and when i hear the way that kimura is built it doesn't say anything about that kind of impossibility it does talk about the the fact that kimura builds upwards 
and downwards just as much as it builds upwards. The worst part about your ignorance, though, yes. is that people will message me and I Good. will have to tell them, hey, no, I know he's an idiot. <laughs> you show it to me. <laughs> I, don't know what I have no problem do. changing we're, my we mind. Showed you showed pictures. You pa- pictures. Games Workshop pictures. I see that picture and I read the description and it still comes across as a weird thing and an anomaly and not the majority of the city. Everyone send us what you think. Find the one picture, guys, that I also stared at and then find the 30 others that are all different. There's only the one. There's dozens. There's only the one where it looks like that. Everything else looks like a normal city. No. There's only one official picture and it does not share power, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, if you find a description that describes that, I I would I'll change my mind. But <laughs> change my I, mind. <laughs> but but our word and our knowledge doesn't mean anything to you. And what no. we've heard other people say, and what we've read, ninety percent of all statistics are wrong and made up. Right on the spot. <laughs> this isn't a statistic. Well, it is. This is fact. <laughs> is it fact in a fictional universe? Uh, yeah. Anyways, I have no problem with my mind being changed, but it. From what I've Good read, two people no, who are very knowledgeable because you have about, no proof about forty. You have an understanding, and you've you've pictured it that way, and that because is, of what we've heard and what has because been of what you've heard and what we have and seen. Show me, we have read. Show me where you read that. Okay, maybe show it's me like a dark elder third so edition. So find it for me. Okay, Eric, fucking pause the podcast. <laughs> All okay, I'm trying Paul, to say, we were right. We found it. We showed it. Um, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, <laughs> Eric was totally in the wrong. <laughs> no, yeah, I have I have nothing wrong with changing my mind, but I would like to see a definitive description. Picture, perhaps would you like to see? I would okay. like to see a definitive description that describes the majority of the city being like that. Quick. I have I have no problem saying that there are portions of the city where that impossible picture seems to take place. But the majority of pictures that I've ever found, and I looked through like 15, and then it was all just repeats after that. Right, and half of those are probably fan and, pictures. N- yeah, I don't even know. But yeah, one you of don't them, know. That's the problem. I looked through the codex. One picture shows the city doing that craziness, and then there's like all the others that just show spires going into the, into the sky. Right. So, can you, Eric, can you describe the one picture that it, we know for sure is canon? Honestly, it makes me think of crystals. It makes me think of crystals growing, growing out in all different directions, yes. right? Some like even you could have like two I don't growing know, call them as like skyscrapers like, yeah, if you've growing seen, into each other. If you've seen um Superman Returns and when he's like Crystal growing cave? Yeah, but yeah. no, like you know when they're growing the island and the crystals are like shooting up and like crashing into each other. That's kind of what it reminded me of. It it was a portion of the city that made no sense and should not work, but very clearly does because it's Kimura, Um, because there's just certain realities and physics don't exist within the webway or you just you are able to manipulate them to whatever you want. So there are definitely portions of the city where this lack of reality has taken hold and these it looks absolutely insane. And I'm like I have since the beginning, I've said that's not a problem. No, no worries. But every other description of the city describes the buildings as growing vertically, um, upwards and downwards, and then buttresses and bridges connecting all of those things. Yeah, I, and I mean, whether or not you're ignorant like Eric or intelligent like the rest of us, um, <laughs> it, it's true that there's a very disorganized way that things have been building over time because the city's just been growing and people have been building on like 
the old structure of the city yeah. from before. Because it's, it's so old and too, it's, right? Yeah, and it's chaotic. constantly being like, there's fights happening all the time. It's being destroyed yeah, and rebuilt. rebuilt and, and, and someone just, takes it over and then destroys it and rebuilds it so they can have it their own way. And, yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like the favelas or like Kowloon City in China where it's like slums that are just like mishmashed in every way, every which way and like people just like, oh, I'm going to live here now. But I'm it still has a dark beauty. <laughs> are you gonna talk about the sons yes the uh ilmeya so in these a, are the sons of the dark eldar <laughs> that are born legend holds <laughs> one will return <laughs> in the darkest days of the eldar uh the ilmeya um is actually a throwback to ancient eldar civilization uh and it's the way that kamora is actually powered um so Go on. Oh, okay. Yes. So what it, the Eldar would do is actually they would take dying sons out of reality and they would put them in, inside of a sub-realm and then place that sun into the webway um, above Kimura and then they would slowly leech the energy off of this sun and that's how they would power the city in the webway. So in a sense, like the Dark Eldar are very like environmentally friendly. Of course. Like <laughs> zero waste. Zero waste aside. Even souls. Of course. souls. Zero carbon emissions? Yeah. Uh, absolutely um, zero. They, they're cannibals usually and they'll eat their of, dead. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. even the corpses. I'm assuming the bones away. are ground up to paint. Yes. And yeah. used for war paint and stuff <laughs> like that. So very, very... Uh, Eco-friendly. Eco-friendly. You know, Kamara's not so bad. <laughs> I would like to go visit a brothel in Kamara. <laughs> but yeah, so you're gonna they, get every STD in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they actually have like yeah, dying stars in the webway with them that power their cities, and they could have multiple ones, and like just the effect it gives with these huge towers and like suns sh- throwing shadows everywhere, but like. There might be multiple suns, so there's actually multiple shadows going in, like, yeah. every which way. Like, it, and it really it, just it, tricks it, your mind in every sense. Yeah. And it's not, like, a good light either. This is, like, a twilight, a, a crimson, like, daisy-looking light. It's yeah. not, like, it's a, a nice bright light. Yeah, it's it, a, it's, there's never truly day in Kimura, and there's never truly nighttime because of these suns. Yeah. It's always just this red haze that kind of is everywhere. Yeah. Um. So that was something the ancient Eldar did, but... In these days, when they need to replace it, the Dark Eldar will just go raid reality and steal a sun. <laughs> so we're just going to take this. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was just pretty cool. Like, let's get, let's go get us a sun, boys. Yeah, yeah. It, so absurd to think, but so cool. It is. Yeah, rule of cool. It, but that's all you need. That's all you need. Um, so let's talk about a couple sections of the city itself. Um, so these are the ones that we had listed online and the ones that we've got a little something about. So Yeah, and there, there's definitely way more. And way like, more. Like, yeah. Like, the, the city, like, we don't do it justice when we talk about it. Um, like, they say you couldn't even put the entire city on, like, a planet. Like, it would take... Yeah, there's, like, there's so many inhabitants and so many buildings within Kimura that yeah. it, an entire planet would not be able to sustain it. Yeah, like... So it's huge. It's, it's a mind-boggling. Huge, yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there's times where they say like even when Vect is like uh, cutting off parts, like like they compare it to like entire continents like being cut off. So and it's not even a big deal. Yeah. So just he's imagine just, like a he's just cutting a toenail of, off. Like if yeah. Australia disappeared, no one would really care. Well, right? that's a one place. Anywhere else would be, uh, you know, like. Canada disappeared. People would be worried. Australia, not so much concerned. Uh, I think we, it's we described... got the only good Australian up here. Uh, Com- 
seal it off let the demons take it <laughs> yeah but uh, it's described as like a mountain to a termite mound so like if you think a regular city is like the size of a termite mound yeah Kimura is a mountain compared yeah, to that exactly so it is even though in, it's you can't even comprehend how big yeah. this place so is. so as we talk about the city sectors like understand that we're talking about very small infinitesimal pieces yeah. yet still large in but the still sense massive. of like continentally sized regions being closed off exactly and it's, populations that are equivalent being yeah. Yeah. condemned essentially yeah to demon breakfast yeah that's what you gotta do what are you gonna do <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're the man uh right. let's talk about locomora so this was uh Used well. This used to be the trading center of the city um, from the time before Vex rise to power, which happened in M thirty five. It's now in complete ruins, and it's overcrowded with slaves, um, criminals, decrepits. Really, just all sort of bad people. Yeah, like if there's a population where Christian would go to, this is where he would go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he wants to go to Kamora. Go this to Lokamora. I can go to Lokamora. This is where he would just fit in, blend. Yes. <laughs> He's going to organize a slave rebellion. And then they're all going to die. But he'll have organized it. <laughs> organized yeah. is a, a strong word for what You'd have to be will. on time in yeah. order to organize exactly. something. Exactly. No, that's I thought we were having a meeting today. Well, <laughs> that's what not. What? Well, He's just waking up. I'll just yeah. schedule the day that everyone else gets killed. And then I'm just going to be like, oh, I didn't know. I, <laughs> I, I was late. <laughs> uh, there's also a section called the Hidden Blade. Uh, and this section of the city is actually a giant... It's many hangar bays or whatever. Like, it's so weird describing, like... Because our perspective uh, of it is so tiny. Yeah. But it, it's basically ha- a hangar bay that holds a bunch of their starships, like, and airplanes and stuff. And uh, it will also have a bunch airplanes. of... Airplanes. <laughs> twin, <laughs> twin engine jet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It'll also have... Single propellers. <laughs> <laughs> It'll also have a portal. It'll have many portals to different, basically all of uh, Kimura. So whenever Kimura comes under attack, they can take off all their planes and like respond and defend Kimura. So it's basically just like a hangar bay system. Um, it's also heavily defended, if that's worth knowing. It is worth knowing, but there's also another point. Its walls are covered with bodies in various states of dismes- dismemberment. I, think I don't cool. think that's any different than any other part of the, <laughs> of the city. Know, the only reason that it's different is because this one specifically mentions it. So there must be a lot more. <laughs> ah, there's no walls. The walls are bodies. <laughs> the bodies are. And walls. then you hear that like sound like in the background. It's like glass. It feels like it's bright. Anyways, it's a horror <laughs> sound. You know, Eric. I mean. You know what else had body walls? What? Three hundred. <laughs> yeah, but that's that didn't actually happen. <laughs> that's the one part of the movie that they didn't get totally accurate. Well, yeah. Actually, that was accurate. They did. They did put bodies in the walls. Um, and it was also common practice in other places. But I'm just saying. You know who also puts bodies in walls? The, the mafia. The <laughs> <laughs> also, no, Great Wall of China. Sure. Yeah. I was gonna say just like the Imperium, since we are 40k oh, podcast. Yeah, and, not... and there are skulls in like every <laughs> yeah, building. Yeah, those are for honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> 
Okay, the next place we're going to talk about uh, let's is... Let's talk about Port Carmine. Yeah, and this is actually was originally like a different city entirely. A, a, different, a different port, port. It, completely unrelated to Kimura. Yeah, and eventually it became a part of Kimura. Yeah, and so while physically it still exists in a different place of the webway, it's now like forever connected yeah. by these portals. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Port Carmine uh, is actually the second biggest port... Well, I guess it would be the third biggest. Kamora would be the first biggest. Then there'd be uh, the Port of Lost Souls. Then there'd be Port Carmine. And basically a port is just, it has a bunch of access to real space. So what would happen in this area um, is they would, they will gather up raids and stuff and send them out across the galaxy from this port. But the one unique thing about this port is when they come back, I'm not sure if there's like a uh, an offering bin or if it's just like <laughs> put it in the basket. Yeah, but basically, like when you come back, you're, you're supposed maybe not even supposed to. Maybe it's just for fun. You give up a portion of your treasure and you you literally just toss it into this giant pile called uh, the what is it called the iconoclast mound. Yeah, it's weird. And, and like you literally just it's just a pile of relics and treasures. And, it's a tax. Yeah, well, it's the city tax system. Like kind of. that's the thing. Like we don't know if it. I don't know if it is a tax or if it's like. Yeah, we didn't. Just we didn't read fun. anything that said it was that way. So it yeah. could really just be your opinion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It could, could I just see be. what you're trying to do. There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't approve. Iconoclast makes me think like so. A lot of times when people when you go raid another place, um, it's really it feels powerful and it's important for you to destroy their like sacred places right wow that makes so, you a bad person eric well, of course everyone's a bad person <laughs> no, nobody <laughs> is good <laughs> anyways so like if if i have like a sacred place of worship and i have like a symbol on there yeah and you go destroy that you you defile you, it on you purpose specifically defile that yeah. and you deface the symbol or whatever as a sign of your power that you uh, know my god beat your god or, or yeah. whatever it is so it's but, like when i go to your house it's what i do in your bathroom exactly <laughs> yes you defile the toilet seat, which is my god. <laughs> the porcelain throne! Yes. Um, oh, but, right. so it's like the iconoclast, and I think it's called iconoclasm. Yeah, where is, you defile like... Yeah, that's where you specifically do, that's the actual yeah. act of defiling sacred images. So I wonder if this mound is also created by like Eldar god images that they've taken from the Eldar plunders or symbols of the emperor or Tau symbols that they've specifically like yeah. defiled and defaced and yeah. as a proof of like we don't give a shit about any of these things. Yeah, wants, exactly. You want some historical times for that? I know Mark doesn't but I don't care. So the Romans would often do that and they would take All right, statues. So moving on to the port they would of take Lost. statues of enemy gods and bring them to their own temples and, and then fuck them with and, their <laughs> tiny statue dicks. <laughs> and also saying? Do they adopt them? Or they are, no. Well, in some cases, in other yeah. cases, they just like, oh, our gods be your gods. And then in, in other cases, the, in order to get the local population on the side, they're like, well, your god will Rome just join the pantheon. Rome was pretty inviting. Very, uh, very Com- progressive society. to other ones in their time. True, yes. Um, and also, it's similar to the Dothraki in Game of Thrones, where they haul like the gods to the statues that lead up to their city with the horses. It's also like a, a Star Wars. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like have a Star one Wars thing in Star Wars. One thing in Star Wars. Where, where they, they do that, the gods thing. Yeah, and then yeah. They, they, there's a planet and Plasty in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a mound. <laughs> there's two mounds. Even. And there's probably a lightsaber or two. <laughs> yeah. Mm. 
Makes sense to me. <laughs> like, I think sense. we painted a very good picture. Vivid of this picture. Mound. If you don't understand what this mound is now, think of about this. It's like ten pieces of paper. Okay, so <laughs> ten pieces of paper. So there's an ocean around these ten pieces of paper. <laughs> yes, yes. Absorbing them and destroying them. Yeah. And that image should be destroyed but, now in your mind. By the end of this podcast, you're gonna have like this weird. One example of everything that just doesn't make any sense. Just like the Dark City itself. <laughs> That's just all we're trying to do for you guys. It's a mess. <laughs> uh, so the next place we have is the Port of Lost Souls. So once again, this was not originally a part of uh, Kimura, but joined Kimura. Yeah, and it's it, this one is actually the largest port in the Dark City. Now, I, I kind of understand what you were saying about how Kimura would be the largest. Yeah. But... But maybe this one actually maybe is larger, is. Yes. like physically. Yeah, like Kamora is definitely the most important, but this would be the maybe it's just the largest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, but this the Port of Lost Souls is described as the primary way that slave raids are taken. So yeah. they, if they, you want to go on a slave raid, you specifically go through the Port of Lost Souls, and then you come back through this port. And I'm only assuming is because the webway in that area connects to a very populous area of the galaxy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's right beside a bunch of Imperial Hive Worlds, or who knows what. Yeah, but, who knows why, but yeah. that's just, it's known for the fact. It might even just be, like, that this place has, like, a bunch of, it already has, like, the a biggest slave, slave trade market. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The biggest slave auctions there, so you just naturally bring it to the biggest spot, yeah. like, instead of that. For whatever reason, yeah. it is the primary one. Yeah. Um, now we're gonna talk about the sprawls. Uh, this is the ruined area that lies around Port Conrine, and it's uh, where the Parched live. The the Parched are Dark Elder that have fallen from grace and live in poverty. So just poor people. Poverty-ridden Dark Eldar that no longer have a place in a cabal. Yeah, and uh, the reason why they call them the Parched is because the Dark Eldar have the thirst, and that's that need to have, like... To, to soul, absorb soul. souls, yeah. so they're 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 in poverty. They don't have that ability, so they're parched. So they're they're constantly feeling the need yeah. to Replenish. reinvigorate themselves, yeah, but yeah. they can't. Yeah, and if you go there, they're all like shriveled, most likely, and desiccated. Like, uh, yeah, because yeah, slanesh is slowly feeding on them. Yeah, it's like San Francisco, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, more and more we talk about the city, I'm reminded of San Francisco. It's gonna be a San Fran vibe going on in here. Uh, let's talk about the River Cades. Uh, this is a river of green acid and polluted waters. It's beside the sprawls, um, so that technically would also kind of put it close to Port Carmine, and but also but also on the other on the opposite <laughs> side of the galaxy, right? Ex- yes, exactly. Ow. <laughs> so, it, a funny thing about this is that well, maybe not funny, but there are some dark Eldar, and it's their job to like fish bodies out of the <laughs> out of the River Cades. But um, like and, I, I just picture these guys like. Clearly, they're hunched back. Oh, yes. And they have, you know, their shitty little rod it's that a, they it's use. A, it's like... a, they have a little raft and a big, long stick that they're <laughs> pulling themselves through the river on. Yeah, yeah. Think, think very, like, old school, like, uh, Disney Hercules on the actual river sticks. Yeah. Like, super gross looking. Caron. Yeah. yeah. Um, but these guys, they're fishing bodies out to sell to slave owners, and then the slave owners are going to feed these bodies to their slaves. Oh, delicious. Well, it's, it's like when you... Zero you waste have... economy, guys. <laughs> Plus, it's nice, too. So it's like when you buy a nice steak, right? You marinate it. Of That's course. what the river is doing. That's what that green acid is doing. It's, it's marinating, tenderizing yeah, the meat the corpse. tenderizing the corpse. So it's no, nice no, no. and meat. delicious. If you think of it like a corpse, well, you'll go crazy. It's <laughs> meat. It's just meat. Um, but there are, I think, there are reavers? Hell reavers? Uh, sky reavers? Sky reavers? Okay, the pe- yeah, also? the people that like no, raise... Are different. 
people that like race through uh, the city on bikes they're on the boards yeah but they they would still they're like gang well sure they probably they do they have like gang fights yeah but uh, basically eldar have jet bikes yeah and it's really common for um some bikes to like race around the city and like dare each other just kind of like prove your badassery by doing crazy things but um if you go over the river Cades and you see these dark eldar fishing like you get like props or bonus points or whatever if you decapitate <laughs> these people with your ship as you're flying by yeah so, so that's always fun yeah like but, you you're fishing for a body but look out you might get decapitated <laughs> i feel a lot of eldar life like day-to-day life is like you could get murdered at any point yeah. doing your regular job. <laughs> and that's just, what are you going to do? Or you could murder. Or you could murder just yeah, as part of your regular your, job. Yeah, either yeah. or. It goes both ways. You're going to win either way. Yeah. <laughs> or not. No. <laughs> so next we have a word I can't say. A corsper? Corresper? Corresper? Uh, and this Corspure. One... <laughs> Italian now, eh? Uh, but this was once a home to many noble Eldar houses. But it now lies in ruins after that Imperial raid in M35. Yeah, that's when Vect took, took power. Out. Yeah. And basically, he took this area um, and he uh, created 13 screaming statues, which he called the Foundations of Vend- Vengeance. And they are a constant reminder that all the noble houses fall to Vect. Like, it's that... We were talking a bit about it earlier where, like, Vect has, like, kind of set him up as, like, a god, like himself as a god and this is deified yeah like this is one way he's done like he has these big monuments to himself it's like look what i can do look what i did to all these other houses and i created this city i gave you the way of life don't cross me or you're gonna end up like these statues and each statue is like is different and offers like a different vengeance apparently yeah so um, if anyone's read like the actual 13 different vengeances i would be curious like i couldn't find any vengeance that you I don't know. Let your dog poop on my lawn and you didn't pick it up. <laughs> you know, like. yeah. But they all look different too. Yeah. They each they each embody something different. Yeah. yeah. Um the next one is Sekmegra. And this is a pretty cool one. It's known as the Null City, so obviously a portion of Kamora that was not originally part of Kamora. I think there's only three parts of Kamora that were actually originally Kamora. The middle, lower, and upper. Ah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so Sake Megra was is also known as the Null City. Uh, it's a nation-sized shanty town. <laughs> so picture the nation of because the majority of our let's listeners are in America. Oh. Let's pick America. Okay, Brazil. Oh, No, you guys are Favela, terrible people. Man. You're terrible people. Picture the size of America. Now picture from coast to coast. That thing is completely completely covered in a shanty town so like san francisco so san francisco all the way all the shit on the streets <laughs> so much shit it, it, so it's a nation-sized shanty town that is permanently engulfed in civil war between rival gangs yeah and and what's interesting too is these are rival gangs and not actually like cabals like they don't like like they don't, they, they don't, they're not concerned with power outside their own circle. Yeah, yeah, they're just low, low-level drug dealers as opposed to evil corporations. Sure. No, yes. I mean murderers, what? murder and rape, rape and murder. It's yeah, all, you know, it's all the same in Komara. Yeah, come visit. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, these gangs uh, do sometimes get recruited by cabals. Um, yeah, they, they're just they're fighters. Yeah, exactly. It's a good place to get recruits. I'm a survivor. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Aelindrak. 
Uh, this exists between several dimensions at once. So more, more webway uh, dark Eldar fuckery. fuckery. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it is in a constant flux of shadows, making it hard to fully grasp what's real. Like it's just like constantly. It, some like you might see something, and then it goes into shadow, and then it's no longer there anymore. And, and you might even step in the shadow, and now it's light in the shadow. Yeah, like, it it makes zero sense yeah. even compared to Kamora, yeah. which already makes zero sense. Someone really needs to fix that halogen light that's in that, in <laughs> it's that hallway. Buzzing. Yeah, and it's, it's like blinking. It's basically yeah, yeah. like this. So turn off your light. Yeah. Then take. 10 stacks of paper. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you poke a hole through them. Um, and you got yourself a stew. <laughs> um, but uh, this is where like the mandrakes are said to reside like in the shadows. This is where some... they come from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what are mandrakes? We're going to get into those. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's a rumor that uh, a portal actually exists somewhere in this area that leads to a world where shade demons exist. And this is the first time I've ever heard a mention of shade demons. And there's no links. And I tried yeah. looking either where, but I didn't find anything. So our, so the we problem can... with 40 K is this, is that there's a million different authors. And I don't know all of it, <laughs> nor could I possibly know. All it would of be it. impossible. 40 K. That's 40 K's fault. <laughs> not, it it's not to, a fault on you. It needs no. to cater to exactly your interests. <laughs> Yeah, and represent you exclusively, exactly. and you need to project yourself into the universe. Well, I feel like there's not and enough. If you can't read yourself into it, yes. then obviously it needs to change. I feel like there's not a pro- proportional representation <laughs> in 40k. Hmm. Really, where are the redheads, Eric? Where are the redheads? Where in 40K? are the redheads? That's actually Cormor is a good example of redheads of all places. Yeah, Lilith, Hesperx. All right. Eric's, Eric's waifu. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like these shade demons are capable of freezing souls with a touch. Yeah, and there's no further references to that. So if you know something, maybe educate us on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, honestly, send us. Where, where are in. they from? Like, what story are they from? What is a shade What the hell is a shade, shade demon? demon? I mean, it could just be a creation of the warp. Might be, yeah. Right? Because there are tons of lesser demons in the warps that are not associated with a god. Or it could even be exclusive to... It could just be a warp creature. Or not even warp related. What if it's just a creature that... It's a demon. Yeah, but the definition of demon. Are they talking in the sense of warp demon? Are they talking like... They just call them demons? Slavers and slavers live in the warp, but they're not demons. Right. But but you could be, maybe? No, but hold on. You cannot have a demon not from the warp but you can have things that are from the warp that aren't demons right but their label of demon like did the dark eldar name sure, them demons exactly. so could they just be could an just alien be a, creature oh, that yes. lives in the dark right like in the dark literally could be anything we have no idea i have no idea because there was no link okay i'm gonna go <laughs> ahead and say that they're teletubbies <laughs> oh my god we can neither confirm nor deny this, <laughs> deny this. but it is the most recent information that we have so we'll go <laughs> so we're gonna go with be it true <laughs> That's a good opinion you've made on lack of information. <laughs> it only makes sense if you look at the evidence that we have. If you look at the one picture we have. Uh, Let's talk about the Bone Middens. Uh, so the Bone Middens is an area inhabited by the witch cults. Um, what are witch cults? We're going to get into that. Christian? Fuck, he's Relax. The I'm the voice God. of the audience. No, that's supposed to be Jordan. Jordan. Wait, they're awfully silent over there. Yeah, because hello, all they can do hello, is listen. Hello. And they've also tuned I've, out like a while ago. I've heard, I heard something really funny, actually. It was that um, if you ever wanted to know what it's like to be a ghost, listen to two podcasters try and think of a word that you know. 
So they're trying to be like, what's that word where like it goes like this and this? And you're and in your other, car just screaming. Yeah, and at the your other radio. podcaster is like, oh, I know, I know, it's that one thing, and you know what it is, but you can't tell them that. Man, I, I can't relate. I don't think there's ever been one time where I've known a word <laughs> that other people did not know. But it sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was just funny to think of. Like, I would totally yell and scream, <laughs> and then that's what it's like to be a ghost. <laughs> Yay. You can either confirm nor deny this. <laughs> must be true. Uh, well, it both is and isn't. Sure. Uh, the Bone Middens is inhabited by the witch cults, and it's said that there's a skull of every creature that has ever existed, um, and it's set in like a scene of combat. Yeah, it's basically like a giant diorama. Um, so maybe it'll... <laughs> they play 40K in, in 40K? <laughs> but they do it real life size. Real life size, full skull. But yeah, it's, it's basically like a giant trophy area essentially like it it literally has a skull of every creature that has ever existed there which is wild yeah we're just pretty pretty cool <laughs> like they got little ant skulls from earth there like every <laughs> don't have skulls they got exoskeletons they don't that just skulls. means they wear their skull on the outside area. oh my That's god not, well then that it's not a painful. skull then it's an exoskull. It's an, so that doesn't count. It's eliminated from wait, the list. Wait, wait, but then do servo skulls count? Because they themselves... Well, no, because origin- it's a human. It's sure, a human but then skull. they're made into a, a skull. A servo skull. So now there's something different. Now they're an exoskeleton You know what? I'm going to say skull. yes. There is a servo skull there. Okay, hiding good. behind an inquisitor skull. <laughs> Interesting. Or living inside the inquisitor <laughs> skull. Wait, oh my why, God. why are the human skulls such different sizes? It's a rat skull <laughs> oh, that they've turned into a servo skull. That would be pretty cool. I would do a rat servo skull. Colin has a, a couple cool conversions, and one of the ones for his ad mech is he's got like a a rat on the shoulder. I think he has like a bionic armor. He has something bionic on him. I forget exactly, but it was well, cool it's, it's Adeptus Mechanicus. It's yeah. got to be mechanized. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna, maybe, maybe laser eye. Yeah. Who knows? But if it, if it doesn't, we're going to have words. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, yeah, it's just a crazy place. The bone middens. Uh, now we have bones. the old city, which is the oldest part of Cormora. It is now full of factories and it provides, um, the entire war machine of the Dark Eldar. It has slaves. What are you doing over there? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> but basically, it's just like... It's hot in this room. Is it? Oh, yeah. Can you not see the sweat dripping from his face? He's a filthy I might pass out. I'm parched. <laughs> <laughs> you have an ice cap right in front of you. Anyways, yeah, this is, um, yeah, this is just where like the gross technical like yeah, necessities it, it keeps of the, the city, city is made. running it builds yeah. the war machines build weapons it builds your furniture it's just <laughs> populated by slaves and it just builds things and uh it's gross as eric was saying there's like three major parts of uh Cormora. um is this the low part no there's technically, technically four i guess i to- i had forgotten about the old city mm. so what about the new city well ma- there's low Cormora, old city high Cormora, and middle darkness yeah so yeah, next we'll talk about... Uh, I guess maybe Middle Darkness isn't actually part of original like, Kimura. Well, the Middle Darkness, isn't it more of the space in between? Like, Kimura, it's not necessarily actually a livable... But how do you determine space? Mm. I told you, you origami paper. <laughs> I, fuck, yeah, it's yeah. like you don't even listen to my science. <laughs> well, I don't. <laughs> but hi, Kimura. This is where the Archons, Dracons, and anyone of social status, all your trueborn 
um, they reside here. Yeah. And uh, it's a place of great luxury. Um, yeah, so this is where you would have, like, your headquarters for your cabal house. Yeah, exactly. And it would be, you know, it'd be this large estate. And yeah. it's, Great you know, view. Yeah, and it's, like, guarded. Slaves, yeah. You've probably got your own private portals. And, and like, you probably own, like, entire an entire block within this area. Because remember, like, High Kimura is probably the size of a, of a, of a country. Yeah. Or a planet, even. Or a planet, even. Or, like, like it's, three planets it's put together. It's absolutely massive, even though we're talking about, like, a bunch of little aspects of the city. Yeah, no, exactly. Fuck. <laughs> it's so tough to remember that, yeah. Uh, next, we have the Middle Darkness, and this is the area that the rest of the population would reside. So I guess there is buildings there, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but the skies of the Middle Darkness are plagued by Helions that constantly battle each other. Like, if kind of the, the, the image that usually pops into mind is... It's giant spires or whatever. So, you know, like, underground the spires would be, uh, like, the old city. Then you got the very bottom of the spire, like, low Cormorgoth. Then you got the middle darkness, where it's kind of that middle area. Then you got high Cormorgoth. Yeah. Have you ever but, seen like, Altered Carbon? Have you ever seen Coruscant? What's Coruscant? In Star Wars? That's not a real place. But Altered Carbon is a very real place. Netflix. Yes, it is. Premiering January 2nd. What? This is not a paid advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the middle darkness. Yeah, so it would have like these spires, and basically like they'll have helions, which are like uh, skies, think, like green goblin, yeah. essentially just dark Eldar. <laughs> it's uh, not and wrong, they, <laughs> and they just fly around in this area and they do battle, and you know, They're like gangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's a gang, even if you're a factory worker, you're in like the factory, <laughs> the factory gangs. Yeah, like it's all. And then you go fight a rival factory because <laughs> their people are buying their more profits of their are stuff. eating into yeah. our profits. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're all in gangs and they're all doing their own thing, and that's that. Everyone's trying to get a piece of the pie, guys. It's yeah. Kimura. And there is a massive a land of opportunity. Pie. It's a massive <laughs> pie to be had. Uh, all honesty, there's literally a mound in a hangar with treasure. It's just sitting there. <laughs> no one's taking it. No. Why is no one taking it? Uh, and then the very last thing we're going to talk about today is Kane's Gate. Arguably the most most important one recent in recent Eldar yeah. Dark Eldar history. Uh, and as we briefly mentioned earlier, it's the gate in the city that actually goes directly into the warp. Um, and it has uh, very few people even know of its existence as the knowledge could very well destabilize Komorov's notion of security because it, it's a to portal have, to like, hell. an actual portal, yeah, like to hell is crazy. In your city where you live. Yeah, <laughs> even though it's thousands of light years away but from But also you. next door. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> recently um, there's been reports of sounds like this is before... Um, Yvrain was like born, reborn or whatever. There's like a sound on the other side of the door, like just like a tapping, and like, it's like over, a rhythmic, like yeah. And over the centuries, it got louder and louder and more noticeable. So, so funny thing, not a funny thing. It's actually pretty horrendous. But uh, like Vect knows about Kane's Gate, obviously, yeah. And people know about it, but not everyone. He doesn't let everyone know about this place. Um, so he has guards next to it, and as this like progression of activity in the um Kane's gate has like gotten bigger and bigger and bigger um yeah. he's like he's put more guards there and reinforced the area because obviously he's worried that something's happening on the other side yeah but so there's Just a demon who's lost <laughs> is anybody home <laughs> Hello? uh so at one point like he reinforces it and then he leaves and then he hears like these reports of like something's happening down there so he goes back down there and they've killed each other Every, everyone has just all the guards 
have gone completely mad and killed each other and they're writing on the walls in like their blood like let me out or let us out but or something but they're dead well, they, that's what they wrote in their blood before they died. Oh, God. Yeah, and there's, like, reports of, like, him going and seeing people, like, write, like, let us out and blood everywhere. So it's just... That's crazy. It's just so cool how dark 40K is, and it yeah. shouldn't be a children's book. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So it's just... An oddly I specific... I can't reconcile the two things. No, absolutely. Yeah. Anyways. Fuck. <laughs> well, now we're going to get a lot of hate mail because, you know, people are all... Oh, but my child wants to play... In Kimura? In Kimura. No. I know that's the first thing I'm introducing my kids to 40K <laughs> is Kimura. <laughs> Your wife is going to murder you. Uh, yeah, but the game, the gate was eventually shattered when your brain was reborn, and that's what's flooding in demons now. So it's yeah. like that whole prelude. Like the demons knew that it was coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they could sense, like, uh, you need. Well, like, yeah, they can sense the you need being born and, and growing and growing and yeah. all this Eldar energy, like, coalescing together. Yeah. So. I mean, everything in the in the warp is very sensitive. Yeah, we did it. Like my we, nipples. Oh my good. No, we got way more. No, no, we talked about that. We talked about Kane's gate. You guys want to hear something? I do. <laughs> he I just didn't. opened a portal into hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Let's talk about cabals. Um, so cabals are the, <laughs> we're dying in here. It's so hot. Let us out. Let us out. Uh, cabals are the ruling organizations of Kimura. For a minute. They, um, these were previously the noble houses that have since transitioned to being power hungry, greedy mafia like families. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're very military too, as well. Like if, all, everyone in a cabal is usually will go out on raids um, like that's part of the structure uh, but then they'll have like slaves to do all their cooking and whatever so like a huge part of it is being a part of the cabal is being in the, it's your their, family a place for everyone and everyone a place sure in their place in their place yeah. as a slave yeah but all the cabals constantly feud with each other and attempt to uh, like secure different areas of Cormoran to yeah. gain power, get more slaves, whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I doubt any cabal thinks it's powerful enough to ever challenge Vect, but yeah. Vect still like allows some in competition to yeah. be happening. It's just how you always make sure that breed the best. Yeah, but also it's how you can destabilize things. Yeah, right. Like stop he, someone else from getting too powerful, exactly. make them fight another rival. Yeah, exactly. They're still around, even though Vect controls the city, these cabals are still constantly feuding and fighting with each other. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about a couple of the inhabitants of um, uh, Kimura. Hey, give the classic Lorehammer... Uh, there will thing. be episodes on this later. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> so we'll just briefly touch on these things, um, but the, a lot of them are worth their own for sure. Yeah. Uh, so the first one we're going to talk about is witches. Uh, we did say that the Bone Middens is where the witch cults live. Um, witches compete in coliseums to create shows of bloodletting for the masses. Uh, an interesting thing is that they actually do these every single night. Yeah. So there is a coliseum for a specific witch cult, and a witch cult measures up to a thousand witches, and they create these shows of suffering and blood where they specifically attempt to cause as much pain and suffering yeah. for the masses to see. It's just it, like I, the, I wonder if even the masses like can feed off yes, all this they yeah. do so, it's, so it's, it's a way to a way. tame the masses yeah yeah 
right? So instead of you go crazy at work, you save it all and you go well, crazy. Well, I'm not at even saying customer. that. Like, I wonder if the masses... They're directly feeding from the souls and suffering exactly. in the Coliseum. And this is how they quench their thirst. Yeah. One of the ways. I imagine. Could be. Could Definitely be could be. I didn't see anything saying that that wasn't how it happened. But... Um, they, they are actually... Because the witches specifically train for this purpose, they're held in very high regard when it comes to, like, martial prowess. Yeah. I guess the one thing we never really talk too much about is the gladiatorial pits. Like, the, that's uh, last for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. We'll talk about it right now. But sure. basically, yeah, there's like... It's Roman coliseums everywhere, essentially, where uh, they just make slaves fight each other, and it's just for their amusement. Yeah. But uh, Amusement yeah, and also to... Flake their thirst. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And even, like, some slaves might even try to join just to even, you know, get their own freedom or... It's not going to happen. Maybe. But it might happen. I mean, like if someone is popular mm, enough and no. pleases If anything, crowd. you'll just be allowed to continue to fight in the gladiators. Are you not entertained, Eric? <laughs> Are not you not you. entertained? <laughs> but yeah, let, there's a whole big thing to them. But now you know that they, there's a thing to them. It's just, it's public pain and suffering. Um, that will eventually let you win your freedom. Eh. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, no. Probably not. About as likely as 10 pieces of paper being stacked on each other and then <laughs> folded into origami. That's pretty likely. I've, I've done that even. <laughs> no, you haven't. Come to this room oh with my me, God. <laughs> You can only fold one piece of paper 64 times, I think. Do you know if you folded one 130 times, it would reach the moon? No. Yeah. Yes. If you folded it, one piece of... It's exponential growth. It's amazing, actually. If you folded yeah. one... You can do the math, man. It, it literally works. No, it does not. <laughs> All right, sure. You... Math is impossible and not true, I guess. One piece of paper how many times? Like 130 times or something. It's impossible. You can't fold a piece of paper past like 10 or something. I think it's 60-something. No, it's less than that. Anyways, we can get into that conversation after Lorehammer. Um, Now that's a fucking impossibility. (laughs) I can believe in Komura. This is too much. I can wrap my head around (laughs) Komura. The paper folding is too much, even that, though it's your example exactly, yes. <laughs> I don't say it can reach the moon. That's fucking absurd and a lie from Satan. It just Everything doubles. How is that? So the, on the last fold, it's going from half of the earth to moon to there. Yeah. And no, on the I, one before I that, realize, it's going a quarter. Yeah, but I also think that a paper you, is so thin you can't even measure it. it and I've also... Well, it, it is uh, measured. I've, I've, it's I can, actually a I can measure things even smaller than that. Have you seen Brand's tools? I've also held <laughs> entire stacks of paper. Okay. Folding okay. is different. Huh. It's Let's exponential. That's the... additive. So, so witches. Even if eh? I folded it. <laughs> now Jordan is the voice of the audience. <laughs> what are these idiots talking about paper? I just want to get to the right Well, bag. okay. There's different kinds of paper. There's oh. false cap. There's uh, Welcome to the paper podcast. All things paper all the time. <laughs> homunculi. So this is the one Mark was talking about that have the half-born. Marcus. Hold on, I'm Googling. Okay, I'll talk about <laughs> it. Um, so homunculi have the task of working uh, with flesh and blood. So they create horrific flesh monsters uh, as well as they regenerate fallen uh, Dark Elder as long as there is enough of their body to, um, piece, together. to piece together. Yeah, so they're and just, if they, few spare parts if they're around. Yeah, no, exactly. They're just, they're just masters of working with, with flesh. And this isn't the first time we've seen this even, even in our... Um, Xenos uh, uh, episodes. There were a couple races that were specifically um, catered to like flesh shaping. Yeah. So this isn't a new. 
82 times. 82 times. Oh. To the moon. That's impossible. It's man. not Tomar. <laughs> we can talk about a it later. complete impossibility. We'll talk about it later. That's uh, like the greatest troll. That's even more of a troll than Flat Earth. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Flat Earth <laughs> is completely real. Yeah, that's not a troll at all. If this is much of a troll, then obviously it's real. <laughs> of right. course, good luck folding a piece of paper more than seven or eight times. I fucking have done it. <laughs> No, I do a lot of things I shouldn't at work. And I, <laughs> I have folded paper. folded paper more than eight times. And I, I'm so and, excited and to have not, this conversation after like, the podcast. Oh, like, <laughs> it's so big. <laughs> it's so big. What am I gonna do? <laughs> That's so. Un- okay, let's uh, get no, back my on track. Mind. Okay, homunculi. Hey, hey, where were we? Homunculi. Mad scientists, oh, flesh shaping doctors. Okay. Essentially, who like to experiment, Oof. who like to come up with new ways of pain and suffering. Guys, I don't have an outline. I don't know what's next. <laughs> what, what's just uh, they reside though? in covens and generally keep to themselves as they feel above. Welcome all to Warhammer all. with Jordan and Christian. <laughs> <laughs> if you like this podcast, please check out one of my, Jordan and Christian's <laughs> other <laughs> podcasts. Uh, yeah, they reside in covens and they generally keep to themselves as they feel they're above the elder. And. Uh, this may happen as part of the f- fact that the homunculi were actually like the original rulers of Cormora, in like or originally rulers of the ancient Eldar Empire. Um, so they they just see themselves as better. Like the more power you have as an Eldar, the more arrogant you get. Like if you fold an Eldar in half twice, it becomes five <laughs> times as arrogant. arrogant. So if you fold him in half. A thousand times. He can actually reach the moon. <laughs> With his arrogance. With his arrogance. His head gets so swollen, <laughs> it can touch the moon. But, uh, yeah, they reside completely outside of cabal politics, and, like, they're, they're their own entity. And like, Yeah, a good number of these ones actually reside outside yeah. of cabal. So a cabal will go, like, petition them and, yeah. and, like, hire them, but they do not reside in a cabal. Yeah. Also, fun fact, they are very much against Yvrain, like the whole thing with the split with the whole coming of the Yanari. They they maintain themselves as Dark Eldar and they there's some complications that I can't necessarily remember the details to. Well, because Yvrain can literally raise raise Eldar, the dead. Yeah, back from the dead. Right. And that's one of the jobs of the homunculi. I, I was reading Google when you were originally talking about it, but did you say that like the homunculi are in charge of like regrowing Eldar? Yeah. 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 So there's definitely a conflict that they're aware now. They're yeah. not the only ones who have that ability. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's so a challenge to their power. Their importance. Yeah. Exactly. So they're they're directly opposed to the Yanari. If no other Dark Eldar, and some are, some join on the Yanari, some are against them. But homunculi specifically and exclusively are 100% against the Yanari. Perfect. All right, so let's talk about the Incubus. These are the elite... Incubi? Well, Incubus singular... We're talking about a, a single one. There's only His one. His name is James. <laughs> uh, so the an incubi, an incubus, the incubi. Are dark warriors. Eldar. Eldar. Elite. <laughs> they're elite uh, Eldar warriors who um, serve as personal bodyguards. Yeah, when they're not being used in yeah. combat. Okay, hold on. I'm going to interrupt here for a sec. No. Uh, yes. Just let us read our notes and you'll understand that exactly what you're going to say. You don't even have to interrupt. Okay. Open your phone. Look at the notes. <laughs> Be educated. Okay, continue. No, you can't. No, Sorry. continue. Sorry, I like being a dick to you for no is, other reason. Is that where you actually going to talk about the yes. scorpion thing? Yes. Okay, go ahead. No. I think it was your mistake, so you should fix it. It was never a mistake. Okay. Well, okay, carry on. <laughs> 
Not knowing and claiming not to know is not a mistake. Uriel Ventress was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, like, um, it's rumored that the aspect leader of Phoenix the Lord. Phoenix Lord of the Striking Scorpions of the normal Eldar actually founded this, uh, the Incubi cult. Like, he was disenfranchised and he he basically got just lost on the path and then he fell to to dark eldar and he created this like warrior cult essentially very much like the aspect warriors i mean it's weird because also like he's not a dark eldar though like as a phoenix lord sure yeah but any the thing with eldar is they can leave a craft not if, not if you're lost being lost is unrecoverable sure but he's like at whatever point an Eldar can still join the Dark Eldar, just like yeah. uh Everain, right? Like just because you weren't well, born she's in not a Dark Eldar. Right, exactly. But just because you were born She never joined them. She fought in the gladiatorial pits, possibly They're as different. a witch, unconfirmed. But Eldar can't like the Dark Eldar don't discriminate in that regard. Like if you want to join them, you can. You just gotta abide by their rules of not using psychic powers in the city. But you could. You could totally join them. Did you know that the Dark Eldar bred out genetically or genetically tampered themselves so they couldn't be psychers? Yes, Mark, we talked about this yesterday. Yeah, but the audience didn't know. <laughs> Why do you guys there? have to be a dick? <laughs> Fuck. At this point, he's hurting himself. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Incubi, they train in shrines very similar to Aspect Warriors. And... Uh, it, it's very dangerous. Like, yeah, you not, have a, not like actual, like not regular Eldar. Like the whole purpose of a shrine is that it's, it's help you. Yeah. It, train you, but also help you. But this is like to, to train you in the most and weed out way. The weed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and even though uh, they're mercenaries and they'll hire themselves out to different cabals, they're super uh, loyal. I was going to say, don't say honorable. <laughs> no, loyal to contracts that they make. So normally dark Eldar, it's like you, Eric, you could never me. trust yeah, Eric, you could pay me to kill Christian, but if Christian paid me more not to kill him, like even though I said you'll do lie it to me, you, Eric, yeah, I I would still take both of you guys' money. He's out for it. number one, exactly. Where the the incubi will keep a contract and hold it until it is, is you know finishes fulfilled. its term or it's fulfilled, and then they'll go look for the better contract. But they will actually keep their contract. So in a sense, you they can have trust some type them of, to some point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you're like an archon and you're always worried about backstabbers and stuff, hire like a, a retinue which is of why they're used as personal bodyguards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They can't be bought. Well, yeah. they can be bought, but once but, they're bought, they're bought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they and because of their training and stuff, they are a, a cut above regular dark elder warriors. Yeah. Uh, like all they do is is war. Yeah. The only other thing to say about them that's really cool is. The, the final thing that they have to do an Incubi is kill a member of the Aspect Warriors from Eldar and take their soul and they crush it. And yeah, they, they make it into thing. a Tormentor. But, but that's that's how they prove that they're no longer like a trainee and that yeah. they're a full Incubus. Full. Yeah. So they're, like, they're good warriors. Oh, like, yes. They have to kill an Aspect Warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty, pretty cool stuff. <laughs> uh, Mandrakes. Mandrakes reside in the area known as uh, uh, Alien Drac. And uh, are known for their ability to completely hide themselves from being seen. Yeah, something in their skin actually yeah, just allows like, them to turn like shadow. They got like chameleon skin. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Not even chameleon skin. It, it's warp yeah. fuckery. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they also reside out of uh, cabal politics. Like 
they do their own they're thing. their own entities and, yeah and they're often called creepers even because they like <laughs> they just creep around and like watch they, you in the bathroom yeah and like they'll disappear and appear and like if you think all bathrooms in Kamara are, are just, safe yeah they're not no, like they're all they're all like glass windows <laughs> if there's even a window at all sometimes it's just a hole in the ground you just san francisco guys. <laughs> in the streets yeah. yeah but the mandrakes like they're their own thing and like the regular population population of uh Cormara is just as afraid of the mandrakes as like anything else because they just pop in and like kill a bunch of things and take their corpses and diddle do them. things <laughs> just hear them in the zero shadows. waste guys yeah. zero waste society. But they're pretty wild uh, so there's a bunch of other inhabitants too that um, there's nothing we'll, we'll talk about them eventually but there's nothing really notice, notable yeah. I like, mean so Hellions yeah. are just gang members yeah. really same um, with Scourges Scourges like, they have just wings yeah Reavers yeah. All, all of which will probably be like in yeah. their own episode yeah like like uh, we plan on doing like a Path of the Warrior and we talk about all the Aspect Warriors we'll also talk about like eventually all the different Dark war- Eldar do- yeah. Dark Eldar Warriors yeah. Cabalite Warriors and all that something kind of else that exists in the Dark City though aside from Eldar is innumerable alien species yeah who all are trying to you know get their fortune in Kimura yeah and then there's also um, Bounty Hunters they're a very progressive city I they don't know are. if I would say that. They are. They, they legalize also, weed. <laughs> they have brothels. They also have innumerable slaves in the dark yeah, city. Yeah, but that's just, you know, come on, get pull up your bootstraps and what's this thing? <laughs> Work your way out of slavery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's easy. That's definitely the saying. That's definitely the saying. <laughs> I, I swear I've heard that before. <laughs> Some about eating bootstraps. That's just that's what I've uh, started to say now. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, so even though there are dark Eldar, there's a lot of Eldar within it, there also exists a very large alien presence, yeah. which is made of, you know, bounty hunters and slaves. Yeah, and uh, one cool thing is, too, they actually have, like, quite a few, not quite a few, they have quite a few, not quite a few, they have quite a few, not quite a few. They, He's <laughs> on a loop. He's stuck. stuck. They have quite a few him. actual, like, models uh, of, like, all these different exotic aliens. Um, like they have the slith, slith with yeah. like the snake. snake Isn't wasn't and, the slith what? Um, nope, different. They're different. Very they're very similar but different. Yeah. What am I thinking? Um, Lear. Lear. Oh, yeah. that's right. And they were completely Fulgrim. exterminated. Yeah. 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 Very very similar. In they the miners, have, they look like Naga. Yeah. Yeah. From World of Warcraft. Yeah. Okay. Nobody plays that game. That's. <laughs> but they actually have a All bunch of different like crazy Venos, and some of them are really cool. Like the Slith actually are wearing like armor. And they have their own weapons and style. Well, they ha- they have like beast masters, right, or like slave masters. Yeah, and and, and those usually will like uh, take care of more non sentient. Yes. Oh, okay. But then there's Where, aliens who have their own kind of like identity yeah. and are free to choose kind of what they want to do in the city. Like an intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. What Beastmasters And, of course, they're probably, like, a lower tier because, again, Dark Eldar are very arrogant and, like, you know, it'll be Trueborn first, but definitely they're not, like, despise aliens like the Imperium does, for example. And, yeah, if if there's an alien race that can, like, benefit you, give them some money, throw throw a boon to them, and they work for you. Mm -hmm. Until they don't. Until they don't. Until they don't. I like to think lots of Xenos refugees from, like, planets that the Imperium is, like, bombing to might, like, try to run to Komara as, like, a... Safety, but not, there's nothing that's just like a me thing. Sure, but like, I like to think that like if your homeworld is destroyed and it's either extermination or living in Cormorah, you're gonna go live in a shanty town in Cormorah. Here's the thing though about Cormorah, you can't just go. You can't just go there. there. Yeah, but if like, you're like, hey, I'll offer all my kids as slaves. Sure, then or they're just gonna take to, them. Then you still have to <laughs> hunt down. Sure, like, Dark okay, Eldar. yeah, you're right. I know what you're I'm saying. Sorry. 
Um, but if you it, happen to find your way there, exactly, right. exactly, you could do it. But I don't think it's like uh, like it's still tough to get there. It's in the webway. Yeah, you can't just um, turn up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, I always turn up. That <laughs> turn up for what? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's the end of our notes. Is there anything else you guys wanted to add about Kimura? The Dark City, it's it's wild. It's a wild place, man. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know if we truly did its scale or like its description justice. Um, if you if you're okay with what we did, then sure, go on. But if you if you don't want to, just really quickly go read it on Lexicanum. It's not that long. Try and get the image in your own mind because it's and look at the picture. Look at the damned picture. <laughs> go look at the picture. Yeah. But another thing that we never really mentioned. Uh, it seems like all their buildings there are black. But that's like, is it? Could is it be the just, whole city that? Is it, it just, just the that art one? that we're looking exactly. at? Exactly. Like, yeah. could it be just but, that one section of a but massive? Consider this though. So when you look at solar panels, they're black. Oh, interesting. And they uh, are solar energy. They are. Kormoran's yeah. built on solar panels. We know Confirmed. this. Oh, zero waste, guys. <laughs> but, great Yeah, city. no, it, it, it's a crazy city, and it's so hard to verbally describe it. And Like, when you're talking about different dimensions. Yes, it's tough. It, to and, and, then, yeah. and then there's even a place in multiple dimensions in the dimension. And then there's sub-realms within the dimensions. And it's all just... You're, it's a mess. So yeah. It's magic. It's good. It's good, though. It's good stuff. It's great. Um, it's, people say it's, like, the most metal city ever created in, like, any lore. It's, like, it's <laughs> it just is. jagged and black, and there's slavery. Spikes. There's skull spikes. Yeah, yeah. like, Clearly. everyone's, like, twisting each other's nips and stuff. <laughs> like, it's just so fucking That's metal. That's metal? Probably ripping on guitars. I don't know. I'm I'm more of a classical music kind of guy, not <laughs> metal. Give me some Brahms, please. <laughs> yeah, so. Um My final concluding statement is obviously if you've been listening to the way we've been saying Komora, sounds like Gamora and the sister city. <laughs> I was wondering about that. Yeah, it's so directly. They, yeah. yeah. There was a sister city even that used to be called Shaddam, which is Saddam. Okay. And um Vect actually got an imperial spacecraft to crash into it and destroy it okay <gasps> just like the bible <laughs> yeah there was an imperial ship <laughs> imperial that crashed into crashed sodom into and, gomorrah. and gomorrah wow that's amazing <laughs> that relationship <laughs> but yeah so oh, some people don't make that connection right yeah so it's yeah, cool especially if you read it it's spelled so different like like yeah. mark pronounces it komarog Cormorog. And honestly, that was how I pronounced it forever. No, you're because prob- of it's probably Kamora. No, it's definitely Kamora. Yeah. Because uh, even yeah, but if, Hanum, if you've never heard it said, but you've read it, yes. you yes. wouldn't make that connection no. necessarily. Because GH is, it should be pronounced F in English. Or it can sound however you yeah, want it to sound. So, anyways, English is dumb. W's but, are always silent, right? <laughs> in English? Yes, 100% of okay. the time. Good. Okay. W's are V's in Europe. What? What? <laughs> 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 no, that's Russia. Let's uh, Which is in partially in Europe. Hmm. No, it's not. Eastern Europe, Western and Europe. also Asia. Oh, Western. It's Europe. Western Asia, Sub Eurasian, Northern oh, yes. Europe, and partly Middle Eastern. Let's talk about. How do directions work with the flat Earth, though? <laughs> they don't. It, <laughs> it's a lie. Okay. North <laughs> is the middle. <laughs> there's there's this mountain South in the middle outside. of the Earth. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's centric or not centric. That's technically what it would be. Anyways, let's uh, let's go through our questions. Um, Colin asked, since the events of the Gathering Storm, that's the rebirth of uh, Yvrain, how badly damaged is the Dark City? 
what would you like to see from its Drukhari demon battles? Uh, so an interesting perspective on the Dark City is that technically not a lot of it is damaged at all. But the areas that are damaged are, very are, like, are gone. Yeah. They yeah. are gone. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're demon infested and, and now. And more and more areas are getting damaged. It will just continue. This, this it's like a plague, fire that's spreading. Yeah, this plague yeah. of demon infestation will continue to grow and destroy parts of the city, at which point Vect will just be like, well, no longer a part of Kimura, and they'll he'll cut it off. Yeah. Um, I, I do like to think that there are maybe some particularly powerful cabals that are maybe putting up a fight like it's sure. probably a losing battle but you like for the interest well, of storytelling yeah. yeah it's yeah. just a losing battle it's, but just, it's so crazy that he puts his competitors in the way and then like seals them <laughs> off yeah. Wild. Oops. yeah sorry guys you'll do good <laughs> what are you gonna do <laughs> um and on just the emerging things it'd be cool to maybe see a faction of possessed elder would be sweet possessed dark elder sure that could be interesting. Yeah, not, just, not even a, a faction, but there. a unit. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, there's model. a lot you could do there. Of course, yeah. But. Or, or even like um, the Eldar. Like, what even if the Eldar won? Yeah, like and all the Eldar that, that he, part of the city back. Yes, all the Eldar that he banished. And they're just pissed. Like they they're won. real freaking pissed. And now <laughs> they have. Now they have like they've established like an actual portal into the warp that they own and control now. I don't know. It's GW. You never know what's going to come out of their mouth, <laughs> right? Filthy, filthy mouth. That could be kind of interesting. There could be some interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of room for that. cool stuff coming out of there. Yeah, Mark, anything to add? I'm not allowed to hang out with demons anymore. So <laughs> I, I, have, I can't contribute to this. Uh, Cetus asks, "Do you think the Great Khan? I'm assuming he means Jagatai. Yes, is in Kamora. And although you'll probably speak about it, can you talk a little about the Mandrakes? So to answer the second portion, yeah, we talked a little about them." They'll have their own episode exclusively. Yeah. All Mandrakes no. <laughs> all the time. Uh, not quite. But. We'll talk about the inhabitants of the Dark City way more in yeah. detail. And how they relate to each other and all that. Yeah. Um, but the great Khan, Jag Hatai, the Primarch of the White Scars, is he in Kimura? Maybe. It's really hard to keep a Primarch contained for a long period of time. Hey, man. Every planet that Primarchs have ended up on have either ended up controlled by the Primarch or destroyed, almost destroyed by the Primarch. So I, I, I'm pretty sure a trophy that big would have made an appearance by now. So sure. He might've been there for a brief period of time. Maybe he escaped. Maybe he so died there, there. There was at one point him, like he definitely was on Kamora. No, no. So what basically happened is he got lost in the warp chasing that, Dark Eldar. Yeah. So that's so all did, we know. So Hell, the question did, is, you know, did he chase them all the way back to Kimura? Yeah. Part of, uh, or he could be anywhere in the webway, really. Yeah. He may oh. never have been. I mean, the Kimura. webway is an impossible labyrinth. Yeah. yeah. A part of his backstory is, um, like, Jake Hedekan is, like, the whole slavery and, like, it in his... Uh, on his planet. On his planet, there's, like, a ruling uh, faction or whatever that constantly raided his people and took slaves and whatever until he arrived. Then he, like, freed his people. So he so hates it, Dark It's Eldar. really close to home. Exactly. Yeah. So he's... Yeah, so he could be fighting in Kamara for all time, trying to free all the slaves. Like, it would be an impossible task. Yeah, but exactly. One that he and would like, find worthy. For all we know, yeah, like he's he has, Spartacus. Well, exactly. <laughs> like he could be leading a whole Spartacus revolt, but like it just you can't take the city. Like it's just it would be impossible. Yeah, but maybe Pretty he'll much. just go virus bomb it. Yeah. So, do you think he's in Kamara? I don't. Th- I think we would have heard something. It's possible, but unlikely. 
Who am I to say? That's the, the whole point. Is oh, like, what's your opinion? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think he is. I yeah. think he's lost in the warp, I, and I hope he stays lost in the warp. If he is Just in, like every other Primarch. Wow. If he is lost. in Kimura, he's definitely not there fighting. He's hidden and trapped or jailed or whatever someone's keeping him in stasis or frozen him or whatever it's just it would be too obvious if there was a prime arc or he's in the black library uh, hey that's just another uh, thing in the webway it could be like, that he's in there the webway is crazy he could go into it and he could have just got flung onto a lifeless planet he's on the moon like <laughs> but not our moon because no. that's a thing it has life on it yeah um austin asks in our time our moon cheese people nazis on our moon <laughs> Nazis. well on the dark side yeah. dark of the moon yeah the... yeah um <laughs> well technically the moon isn't even a sphere anyway so. uh does come hollow austin asks, a hollow disc <laughs> well if you look really closely you can actually see through the moon sometimes uh, <laughs> does kimura have a good tabletop wargaming community and do they have better hygiene than monkey Monkai. No, it's Monkai. How do you pronounce that? Monkai. <laughs> but I don't think he's talking about humans. But he is. That's what the, that's what they're called. I know. <laughs> what? What's Monkai? Humans <laughs> in Eldar. And see, it's statements like this where it's like, no, Eric doesn't dark, know what he's talking about. The Dark about. City is all intertwined, Eric. Monkai <laughs> is humans in Eldar speak, and okay. also sounds remarkably close to a monkey because yes. humans are monkeys too. Okay? Yes. But, yeah. No, I I got that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So you got the joke, but you didn't get the word. Okay. Right. Yes. I didn't understand the context. <laughs> Does Komora have a good tabletop wargaming community? Um, there is a podcast called Splinter Mine. Splinter. I think he's talking about in-universe. <laughs> <laughs> I would also have assumed in-universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting how you guys think everything is fictional. Or he's <laughs> talking you... about, are there a lot of people that play Dark Eldar? I, I take it more as the first one, but go on, Mark. I don't want to anymore. I try to help. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Guys... No, they, I don't know. There's a there's a podcast called Splinter Mind. They have a whole big fo- following. <laughs> they they play they Dark Eldar? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So they just talk about like tactics and stuff? I don't know. I've never listened. Oh, me neither. I don't listen to podcasts. They're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and the people that make them are stupid. Idiots. <laughs> Morons, even. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to say probably not because they're... No, busy. there is a podcast, Derek, called, <laughs> <laughs> called Splintermine. The There's a whole big community. In Kimura is probably next to nothing. Well, they have gladiatorial pits. Right, like, exactly. They, they, they do, if they're going to do war games, they're going to do it for real. They're going to do it They're going to right. line up a bunch of slaves and be like, here, you have Ballistic Tail 2. <laughs> <laughs> go charge at these guys. Yeah, go, go have fun with these witches. Yeah. And as for hygiene, eh. Depends where you live, I guess. Yeah, if you're an Archon or a Dracon, like, you're living in luxury. Yeah. If you're anyone in, like, middle or lower, like, well... And I hear bathing in blood helps really good for the skin. It's true. Well, that or other bodily fluids. Mm. Help exfoliate. (laughs) (laughs) Put it in the river Cade. Um, uh, James says, In the lore, some Dark Eldar leave the Path of Damnation. How would you manage to stay alive after all the years of torturing and eating souls and going cold turkey? I'm guessing they just die? You don't. Like, eventually you would die, but there's no timeline. Like, it could be a thousand years. could be two years. Like, how, what's the rate that Slanesh actually feeds on your soul, right? So, but once you leave the path of damnation, there is no protection. Because you cannot join any of the paths, 
right? I was exactly going to ask that. Like, could you theoretically get a spirit stone, like, given? If you were, like, a half-born Eldar, like, I, but, but I thought because of your psych, you were a psyker, you are enabled to interact with a spirit stone. Oh, yeah, I thought you yes. said that limited it. Yeah. I think it's more you just don't have the ability to. To do it yourself. Right. So could theoretically, if you join in a craft world, for example, could they maybe do some kind of ritual to bind you to a a soul stone or something? Like, it's never written anywhere, so we're really just guessing at this point. I I guess, actually, so um, with Yvrain, Dark Eldar, there are Dark Eldar who are no longer Dark Eldar. They're part of... uh, The Yanari. The the Yanari. But that's new. But... Does well, that, that, yeah, that doesn't mean... just doesn't disqualify it from happening. <laughs> okay, sure. So then, in that case, their souls are going to. So does in, that mean she's actually able to save their souls yeah. from Slanesh? Well, that's how she re- like, resurrects yeah, people. Resur- she like traps she traps your soul and, and like returns it to your body. Yeah. So, so if she so has the ability would... to do it, then maybe yeah. someone else might. Yeah. So yeah, I guess there could be a way back from the path of redemption, but you'd have to join like some powerful thing like i don't think i don't think you can just leave the path of damnation and just go live out your world on a backwater planet fucking the well you could life, but you know? just die. yeah no there's no well, redemption yes, yes, there's yes. no redemption for your soul that yeah. way but eventually uh, you will be yeah if you joined up with your brain technically yeah now you're not a dark eldar necessarily and you don't have to do the whole torturing everybody and that there's different ways around so your brain also protects your soul just by being in proximity I think so. Yeah. With yeah, like, well, like that's the whole the thing need, with the god of death. Yeah, you so it captures like, your soul. So, oh, then, so it's kind of like you give your soul to your need. Yeah, yeah, and then you need. So you do that while you're alive. Yeah, yeah. So to join the Yunari, you actually kill yourself. Get, yeah, you kill yourself. Kill yourself, join scrub. It, and then, <laughs> then your brain resurrects you. Or, or that's there's some, so. There's some type that's of crazy. ritual. Yeah. Or wake up. Or wake from the dream. Yeah. Or she's lying to you, and she's filling your stuffing your body with a demon soul. Right. So no, you're killing exactly. yourself. It was instantly then, where my mind went. Right. Because how are you going to trust this chick that shows up at your door? How and are says, you going to trust yourself? this chick? She's like, have you ever heard about the god you need? Because <laughs> you need door. some of this. <laughs> Damn those titties. <laughs> I'm that, in. Is that a Grinks? Yeah, girl. <laughs> but. That's a nice cat. <laughs> uh, yeah, so th- there could be a number of different ways or different things that happen to you. but uh, Definitely possible, but on your own. Possible, but you're going to die. Yeah. Eventually. You yeah. are. Cool. Uh, Alexander asks... Is this weird death trap city in another dimension the most metal city ever? <laughs> Don't need to answer that question. We all know it is. <laughs> yep. So why do you bother even reading it? I there? don't know. <laughs> honestly, because I hadn't read ahead, so I didn't know. Uh, Jeffrey asks, do our Dark Elder ever ally with any other races? Yes. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Examples. Slith. There's like regular Eldar. Eldar, regular Eldar, yeah. yeah. Anyone that will pretty much give them an advantage in a situation. They, they're yeah. not ideologically yes. driven. And, yeah. But I also wouldn't trust a dark Eldar. Sure, they might screw you over later. But, but they're not. They're not opposed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're not like a Necron. So make make deals at your own risk. But hey, if they're going to benefit from it, then why yeah. not? Uh, he also asks, have they ever worked with rogue traders, or are they just too darn awful? I'm sure it's possible. Yeah, I wouldn't rule it out. Examples. But- I don't have any yeah. off the top of my head. Every but. horrible rogue trader RPG that's ever existed by a GM. <laughs> sure <laughs> has that one like, seductive yeah. Dark Eldar yeah. role player who's really well, you a, got a 36-year-old rogue- male who weighs yeah. 400 pounds. <laughs> but he wants playing. to live out his fantasy as yeah. being a seductive witch cult member. <laughs> nice. I bet he had I bet he had a rock and ball. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Super seductive. Oh yeah. 
I don't like the way you're rubbing yourself when you're saying <laughs> those words. Sorry, sorry. I'll save it for later. Uh, Yaga asks, has there ever been... That's an- not a name. <laughs> is. Has there ever been an instance of a Drukhari turning from the path of damnation and becoming more like their Exodite or Craftworld cousins? Becoming more like them? Yeah, like, can a Dark if, Eldar, has a Dark Eldar ever left Kimura and like, tried I don't to know join of, a craft world? Yeah, I don't or, know of any examples, but... Like, again, it's plausible, possible, sure. but there's no hard examples of it that, well, I, that I, I know of. Yeah, that's the key. Like, sure, it might be possible. Right. I don't know of any. Yeah, I, like, I haven't read any Dark Eldar books. Yeah, so. But, like, even just once again with the whole Yvrain thing, like, the Dark Eldar and the Eldar, like, slowly knitting their bond back together. But yeah. they're, they're something different, though. They they are. They're not craft worlders. They're not Dark Eldar. Yes, no. A lot of craft worlders dislike. They are Yanari. I know, yeah. but... I, I, yes, absolutely. Yeah. But so. a lot of the traditions still, like, they still use spirit stones. They still follow the path. Like, there's still a lot of things. The Yanari follow the path? Yeah. Path they, of... Like just the, the warrior, warriors. at least. Yeah. But like, why would they it, not follow any other path? Right. Like it doesn't. Well, I was. I would wonder if there's a new path, like the path of the awakened god or something. No, because eh, sure, maybe I don't do, know. So, do they still need soul stones, the Inari? Yeah, they don't need them, but maybe not. Well, here's the thing. I guess Yvrain isn't always around you at all times. Yeah, so you're still gonna need to have something capture your soul and get it yeah. over back to the god yeah. death. But sounds yeah. like we need to do a Yanari episode. Yeah, it would be interesting. I should learn more about them, but uh, just bad lore. So <laughs> <laughs> it was not great. Yanid is cool. Yeah, Yanid's cool. I just don't like Yvrain. I don't like Yvrain either. Incorporated, no. but and her whole thing with Robbie. Robbie G's there's a, there's a lot of cool squeeze. things once you get past all the the not cool things. Yeah. But anywho, uh, and then our very last question, Tucker asks, this is more of a Drukhari in general question, but are the Dark Eldar ever given access to the Black Library? Mm, no. No one's given access. The yeah. People no, are, humans no, have gone in some there. Some people, yeah, some people are given access. Harlequins. Humans. And they choose. Very, very few. But that, you said. Oh, okay, okay. So, yes, everyone is given access to it. That's not true. No. That's, not That's what another absolutist <laughs> answer. Everyone can have access. You are so access. extreme. No, I don't understand. Are no, there I, any, I do you know any examples of no, a dark Eldar being given access? No, to but it's possible. If sure. someone, Everything is possible. Everything's possible. But I did. find it very highly unlikely that they would ever deem a dark Eldar like, like oh no, you'll do good things with this knowledge. It could yeah, be, exactly. though. But it could you, be, of course, I never know, but like... The likelihood? I don't think they're any less likely than anyone else. I just I the think whole, they have the too, whole thing they have is too close of a tie to Slanesh. The whole thing is so like the chance of anyone getting access to the Black Library is so minuscule, right? You're talking about like a handful, like count on in an entire galaxy exactly. of people being granted yeah. access. So impossible None that we know no. of, but unlikely. Plausible. Yes, yes. Okay. There's I no have, rule saying they can't. Of course. I have a listener question. What? Do dark Eldar sparkle in the sunlight? <laughs> Well, I don't know. It's not real sun. <laughs> no, but they are considered extremely beautiful, but to the point of where it's difficult. I think to he went over them. his head. <laughs> I think. No, like that—that's true. Like their bodies are considered like perfect. Twilight, there. No, I understand the reference, vampires. but why would you be so dumb? Vampire. <laughs> no, but uh, when it comes to like their actual physical appearance, they are considered extremely beautiful yeah, to the point young. of where they're disturbing to look at because it's too perfect. 
There's so there's certain things about you, Eric, that I loathe. <laughs> I literally okay, sure, sure, Mark. Why don't you tell me about all the things you hate about me? I like a lot of things too. That's why we hang out. But there are certain things where it's like I just hate the way you say some things, like that whole perfect beauty, and then when you're describing your Pathfinder character, an eerily beautiful. There's a reason. <laughs> like oh my god. There's a reason. Fuck, we get it, Eric. You think you're eerily beauty? Oh, oh my we get god. it. Fuck. <laughs> Hey, Eric, you're a cool guy. Whatever. But, uh... I don't need your bullshit. <laughs> I don't need your fake friendship. Your mom owes me a check. <laughs> so this is what Christian... This is what everyone has been waiting for. This is what Christian no said one about has been waiting for my this. beautiful mother. My <laughs> lovely mother. Um, so you know, everyone knows mom jokes. You know, oh, I slept with your mom. You know, stupid mom jokes. My mom, my poor mother, <laughs> Christian, had two hip replacements... And Christian was like, that was me. <laughs> so I, I told Christian, you know what? Next time I see my mother, I'm going to tell her that. And the best part is, like, Christian knows my mom pretty well. Pretty well. <laughs> like, we see each other almost semi-weekly. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not just like some random, hey, mom, one of my friends made this group. It's like, Christian and my mom will see each other within the talk. week of me telling her that. <laughs> that Christian... Is the reason that my mother's hips are fucked. <laughs> so, there you go, everyone. It was too good a joke. <laughs> I couldn't pass it up. The setup was too perfect. Ah, uh, we did it. There we go. There's another classic Lorehammer story for you. Um, well, that's the end of our Kimura episode. Yeah. I hope you have a little more knowledge of the Dark City or... At the very least, that we've sparked your interest to go do your own research on the Dark City and find out things maybe we didn't um, share with you. Yeah. As always, guys, reach with us on guys. Facebook. Um, chat with us. Uh, send us an email. Tell send- us how beautiful Eric is, how eerily <laughs> I don't need he is. any kind of <laughs> validation. validation like that. I have a way too big of an ego as it is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, always reach out to us. It's really cool to interact with you guys. Send us your lore of your armies we're still collecting and we are still going to be releasing more of that stuff yeah um, um i think next episode we're doing orc or clans um so just like games workshop we completely skipped over orctober and uh <laughs> it's a theme yeah. Yeah. you call something orctober and then you just don't, <laughs> don't do anything that's the joke <laughs> um necron november but, no necron yes yeah. no it's gonna be for us it's gonna be Orc Vember. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we, we got. No, yeah, we have an Orc episode coming up. So I think it, it just next it, as like kind of like a we're sorry for Games Workshop not giving you anything Orc related. Anything good. Anything. Well, I mean, yeah, if you want to play Speed Demon Game Buggy, whatever it is. <laughs> Speed Demon Game Buggy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I don't know. But yeah, we, we got an Orc episode coming up. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Do we um, want do we want to give some other teasers? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> of what people can look forward to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we don't, this is what, this one yeah. isn't confirmed, but we have talked about it. Yeah. We, 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 <laughs> yeah. My Someone's excited voice. Like, listening to this yeah. at work or something. <laughs> yeah. What are you listening? Or someone pops in the room. Yeah. At the exact moment. <laughs> um, we are going to do, uh, to celebrate Canada legalizing marijuana. Woo. We're going to do a weed hammer episode, a bonus episode where we're going to ask you guys questions and we want you to give us the most mind-blowing 40k questions like 
who is the emperor as a person? You know, just really deep questions where when we're high, we can <laughs> delve deep into it and go down that deepest rabbit trail. So you can look forward to that as a bonus episode coming yeah. up. You just need to understand that it's not going to be good. Good. <laughs> no. And like, and well, it will not be informative no, at all. No. So, you might learn who we are as people yeah, a yeah. little more. Yeah. So, so, and on that episode, like, yeah, even if you want to just ask us stupid questions about whatever, like, it's just going to be a couple hours of us rambling while we're high. So, I'm looking forward to it. I've never been high before. I've never even been drunk be before. Good. So That's good. <laughs> there's Impressive. another. You're there's, such a straight edge. Yeah. <laughs> clean body. Eerily beautiful body, Mark. That's how I tough to look it. at. That's how I describe <laughs> it. And uh, yeah, yeah. Other than that, I think we're good. Yeah, and there, there's two things everyone can look forward to. Oh, the third and final thing. There's okay. more. There's fucking more. Jeez and then Louise. we're done. Um, also, we'll post more details on this. But on January first, we are gonna actually finally release the whole Tower PG. There's thirty plus hours that we're gonna be releasing. Uh, and basically, yeah, so January 1st, we're going to be releasing like 15 episodes that are like yeah, as like hours. a dump. Yeah, like that are each three hours long. So we're going to keep reminding you until it happens. Um, but just un- unsubscribe on. Yeah, don't do like an automatic download if you don't want to listen to that. Yeah, stuff. if you don't want your phone to have 30 hours of podcast and you wake <laughs> yeah. up January 1st like, oh, <laughs> it's a new <laughs> year, what new me. <laughs> new year, <laughs> new me, new podcast, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so just be aware of that. Uh, we'll, we'll release more details and stuff like that. But uh, I'm quite excited. It, it's, it's, a, it's not the best. Oh, but quality, is, quality aside, it's fun. Yeah, and that's that's ultimately what it was. Like we weren't trying to make an actual podcast for role playing. We just were role playing and then we recorded it. But yeah, so those three things you can look forward to coming in the future. So good times. Okay, that's all I had to say. All right, have a good night, guys. Peace. Peace.